0: This is Joe Costello's WFO Radio. Ignition. Covering everything that has wheels, an engine, and a driver. The
1: reason I race is to get the chicks. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, sports cars, and NHRA drag racing. Hey, guys. Just want to let you know, WFO rocks. WFO Radio is total motorsports. It's just so cool. Fasten your seatbelts. Fire up the ignition and drop the hammer.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
0: Now, here's your host, Joe Costello. Hey,
2: everybody. We are back. WFO Radio is back on the air. Another podcast for the podcast listeners. Oh, yeah. They're calling them pods now. We're going to do another pod. The lingo where you shorten just everything. Eventually, it's going to be. We're going to do a. Sign on for the. All right. Maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration. What's up race week, baby Gators, Gainesville, Florida world series of pro mod Bradenton, Florida. I think NMCA is in Orlando, Florida. Like the whole world is going to be in Florida. We're going to be drag racing. It's going to be mega California out there. We had a lot of our WFO radio listeners out there at auto club speedway. The, Pala Casino 400 Kyle Bush gets the win we'll talk a little bit about that Drive to Survive is out. Oh yes, I've got four episodes in. I was at the Giovanni Miami's house and I'm like just but play him man, play him. And binge watched four episodes. Would have loved to have done more but it was just too much. The sad thing is did I retain anything from any of those episodes? I don't know. Maybe. That's the thing about binge, binge watching, it's like you don't I don't think you recall it as well. But I do remember the Miami episode. It was just okay. And they definitely went down a road. They're going down this road of like, oh, Toto Wolf and Mercedes and their troubles. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait, Ferrari is imploding. And the whole show just changes. But we all know that. We're going to get to it. I've already signaled the Patreons. The Patreon bat signal is up. And so we got the Patreons signing on. All kinds of good stuff going on. We're going to get to it. And this is going to be one of those shows where Giovanni has got the hourglass, like looking at it, and the sands are going to be falling in the hourglass, like sands in the hourglass. So are the days of our lives. How do I know that? I don't really know. Before we get into that whole deal, though, I want to to say a couple of things on the show. All right. So Reinhardt, one o'clock tomorrow. And years past, I would do like a lot of Gator Nationals preview, big interviews, all that stuff. We're not going to do that this year because there is a lot of behind the scenes effort work going into uh, things that are going to be going down, obviously, for the World Series of Pro Mod. We are going to be at Gainesville on Wednesday before the race doing a show on location there. So a lot of that I would imagine will happen at the track. So that could be kind of cool. There was a request for Hear It from Heiner. We're going to wait until this guy runs the car down the track. That's the problem with Hear It from Heiner for all the Patreons that love it. Um I want this guy to go down the racetrack. I want to have actual content to talk about. So we're going to wait till after they test and maybe after the Gator Nationals to get like a real post-race report. So we'll do that. But tomorrow, Tuesday, one o'clock Eastern time, Reinhardt. That is when I am going to invite, solicit contestants for the Garlet's Hall of Fame induction ceremony. I do have two tickets that I'm going to be giving away. What is the idea? The idea is to grow the listenership, to use this asset that we have, the two tickets. I know Steve Brenwald is going and Dave and Sue Morris are going. At least they were uh, planning on going. And I believe I have a VIP uh, driver that is going to be sitting at the table. I will not say who. And uh, I have two tickets that I'm going to give away. And. In a perfect world, I would have been doing this like weeks ago, right? But like, I really couldn't just lock in on what's the best way to do it. And I'm still not locked in on this. I know this is very Monday motivation behind the scenes for the Patreons, but I'm telling everybody because I think I've got it narrowed down how I'm going to do it, okay? Like, share the show, tag the show on social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, share the show, tag the show. Like, alert me that you've done it. And all of those people will go into a random drawing, like I'll write down all the names, and I'll do a drawing, and that's the person that's going to get it. You've got to be in Gainesville. You're on your own expense. Not flying anybody there. This is a very casual deal. You will come find me. You will trust that I will have the tickets for you. And I will put them in your hand at the Hall of Fame that evening when you go pick them up, and we'll call, because I'll have them all in my hand. That's how it's going to go down. Now, is that going to grow the audience? Like, are, is enough people going to share the show tomorrow? Joe and Allen talking about the baby Gators, talking about the World Series of Pro Mod, talking about the Division 7 racing that happened at Wild Horse Pass Motorsports Park. The big Tony Stewart episode. That would have been a good one to share and give away the tickets on. Yeah. We're trying to get better every day. Mistakes were made. But no, one of the Reinhardt shows. Those are popular. We're going to do it. So share the show. Tag us in it so we know. And you go in a random drawing. And I'm going to be drawing like that day and alerting people. Because people need to know that they're going to see Garlets. And then that's going to complete our table for the most part. And then I can move on to the next thing. Super exciting. I want to say what's up to the people. These people. These are sponsors. FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters, of course. And Fog It. Gary Stinnett and the Foggett brand. All racers should have cans of Foggett to protect their engine. It's like an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Total seal. We're starting to drop episodes from PRI. And we had a great one with uh, Mike Copeland from Arrington. The combustion hydrogen engines. You got to listen. You got to listen, because I know people are not into the EV thing for various reasons, one of which is the sound. It's not a spinning engine. It's not an engine. It doesn't have a sound. It doesn't rev up. It doesn't do all the stuff we like. The combustion hydrogen does. And, oh, by the way, it makes more power. And this guy goes into all kinds of depth on it. Hidden horsepower. Check it out. Total seal. Bernie Speed Shop. The big open house. That's Wednesday night. The Garland's Hall of Fame is on Thursday. That's why I'm getting there on Tuesday. I might as well just go now. Bernie's, 6 to 9, Wednesday night before the Gator Nationals. Music, fun, food, fireworks. Gator Nationals winners. It's going to be a mega super party. Be there. And, you know, if you're really smart, you maybe can swing by Garland's Museum. Phillips Connect, of course phillips-connect.com for everybody in the transportation industry. Samtech.edu, Frank Hawley's, Marvin Rodak. These are all people who are making it possible. I see the Patreons are all down there. They're all signed on, except for uh, Steve Brenwald, who's just watching. I like he's just chilling out, man. Steve Brenwald working on this stuff for Racing Junk. Good stuff, but let's bring on Giovanni in Miami. Giovanni. All right. You, you doing okay, man? Like, how are you doing?
3: Alive and well, making That's it good. through, you know, That's another so day around this big fireball in the sky.
2: Yeah, man, really is. Pick Rick says, thanks for that whooping Geo. I guess Geo won the fantasy?
3: No, I didn't that- win, I no, but I okay. had another decent
2: week. Yeah, I had Kyle Rick. Larson,
3: so I thought I was going to drop the anchor, but my other drivers came up. I, I did happen to have Kyle Bush also, so.
2: Two races in, here I come. I gained zero spots. Everybody loves the fantasy. That's great. Super excited. I did poorly. I tested. I've already set my team for next week, though. That is now part of my ignition prep. My routine, when I'm getting ready for ignition, I am picking my team for next week. It's definitely going to burn somebody. I really don't like it that you have to pick a team and you can't rest on your laurels. Well, this week
3: he gave gave everybody a break and didn't lock it until the race started since uh, qualifying was rained out. And there was no practice. The whole weekend was pretty much rained out until Sunday. And it was
2: snowing. It was snowing. and right, Sorry, morning. yeah, it was stormed
3: out, you know, winter storm, uh, blizzard. And it was what?
2: Blizzards,
3: <laughs> rain, sleet, everything.
2: Everything. Well, New York City is getting the most snow that they've had all winter, like today. It's a crazy winter storm. It's a crazy winter season. Well, it's been bizarre and, and out of control. But it is what it is. But earlier on uh, the Patreon show, which I, I don't know if everybody in the Ignition audience, and we've been having some good audiences uh, talking about weird stuff here on the program. Uh, but they, the Monday motivation for Patreons, like today they got gypped. Is that even okay to say anymore? Jip as in like gypsy, right? You can't even say that. It's not even political correct to say that anymore. I got to come up with a, a different word for saying I did not deliver a suitable amount of uh, content. Now, I did self-recognize yeah. right there. So, you know, the, the the cancel mob will be appreciative. But they only got a six-minute show. And on the six-minute show, I just gave them some hot takes. But one of the hot takes was Fantasy League, and and we got into all of that. But now I did tell them that we were going to try to start the show a little early tonight, Gio. I was like, yeah, we're going to try to start the show early, Gio and I. For those that don't know, we try to go on the air at 8 p.m. Eastern. Never really happens. But we try. Today we were trying to be early. Didn't work. We're a little late, not terribly. I think we went on the air at eight oh seven. But all the Patreons, they were on time. They're all down there. They're all, all ready. And ready to go. They are. They were texting me. When do we have to be on? I hear that we're going early tonight. Like you know, they thought I. I it was dumb of me to even mention it. Is the point? They thought I was like six o'clock, four forty-five. Yes. No. That's
3: why you can't mention those things, man. They just nope. have to happen. <laughs>
2: Yes, lesson learned. My mistake, guys. Sorry for alerting you of nonsense. Something that you know me and Gio probably didn't even didn't even you know weren't going to be able to do it anyway. But the Patreons are on. We're going to talk about the Kyle BitBush victory. We're going to talk about uh, sports collision. We had We're going to get best into intentions a though. We <laughs> did. We do. <laughs> we did. We do. Sometimes the best intentions are just not uh, enough. Uh, Derek says, "I love the fact." That you have to pick every week forces me to go in and set it up. Never mind the fact that I went 18 weeks last year without setting a team. Interesting angle. Maybe it's better. Anyway, we've got some interesting news we're going to talk about. Let's bring on Sue Morris. Sue Morris is on the air with us now. Sue Morris, it's race week for Sue. Sue's getting ready 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 for the 80s. Yes, what's up, Sue? Don't, Don't share your big news. We're going to build up to it. Well, you're muted. That's why you're muted. She can't figure it out. Another point for Geo in the Sue versus Gio. There
4: there it is. Good job. WFO.
2: What's
4: happening? Oh my goodness. First rodeo. Woo! (laughs) You know, I didn't have my my note. I I was missing my note that said reminder.
2: (laughs) Oh, you have a note. Typical race car (laughs) driver, right? You post it (laughs) notes on the dashboard. Water pump. Yeah. Yeah. record, record. <laughs> <laughs> click record exactly right. exactly but uh very exciting i see bobby graham is out there as well let's bring on bobby graham oh hey there bobby. he is
5: am i muted now or what no
2: well, you're good <laughs> okay. you're
5: loud and clear you're good you're good so <laughs> okay, bobby graham
2: good. from what i understand bobby graham went and checked out the divisional nhra divisional race at bell rose correct bobby yes i did you'll be given a report Sue is getting ready for the baby gators and more. She will be giving a report tomorrow. We're going to talk to Reinhardt about division seven down there at wild horse pass motorsports park. I heard some crazy stuff happened down there. I didn't really spend a lot of time on the stream, but I heard there was uh, some, some chaos. Haven't seen any videos though of it. Usually people send me links. I haven't seen anything, but that's all right. Talk to Reinhardt about it. And uh, we're getting ready for racing baby. I'm heading to the world series of pro mod in Bradenton. It's all going down now. The, the, the winter break is like pretty much over. Pretty exciting. So let's start off with Sue. You have some big news you're going to share.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I know we all talk about entering the national events and there's been a lot of discussion on Super Street. And, and uh, well, for those that may or may not know, you know, there were a list was the entry list was 40 and i only had four grading points so you know it filled up at seven no big deal you're riding a wave and 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 then you're playing the roulette wheel right it's like clicking every day it went up to 41 and it's hanging at 40 and well next thing you know you would have thought we won the lottery in our house on (laughs) yesterday because all of a sudden we're sitting there i went in and checked it in the morning And about five minutes later after I checked it, because I was like, oh, we're still 40, okay, well, keep going and getting ready. Next thing you know, Dave yells, 39, 39. And I was like, 39, oh my God, let me grab my phone. Let me grab the laptop. No, let me grab my phone. I can log in quick. (laughs) And it was, let me grab my glasses. I can't see. Get the credit card. (laughs) (laughs) It was, you know, probably like 90 seconds of chaos in the Morris household as we're trying to quickly get me entered into Super Street. And boom, there it was. Success. You're entered. So I will be racing the Gator Nationals in Super Street so excited so excited that is
2: huge that is huge so the window into the world of how to enter a national event priceless right like (laughs) that's is that the best way is that the best possible system we could have i don't know but that's the system that we've got it seems random sue morris is going to be running her second ever nhra super street national event at the Amelie Motor Oil NHRA Gator Nationals. She's going to be racing right alongside. It's going to be like, hey, there's John Fors and there's <laughs> Sue Morris. Right? right? Right. Get out of the way, John. There comes Sue and Dave will be there too. And it's That's going right. to be great. So, all you guys out there who maybe you're going to be watching on NHRA TV for the Gator Nationals because it's the biggest, baddest East Coast event that we've got going on, Sue Morris is going to be out there in the Camaro. Getting after yep. it, we all remember her reaction times last time out were amazing, right? And it was uh, we they nobody were. really remembers what happened, how you lost last time. We're just kind of blaming. I, Dave. I do, I do.
4: O1 oh, well, okay. red. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, right. yeah. Right. Uh, right. Uh, uh, I put five in. I should have put six.
2: Yeah, You should always <laughs> put yeah. an extra one just in yep. case. <laughs> just in big critical <laughs> situations. I like I, I know all those O1 reds, man. Those are the worst. Rolling one uh, more.
4: Yeah. And then you lose yeah. by a
2: foul and you're burnt the other way. But everybody is super <laughs> excited out there. Megan says, Congratulations. Let's go, Sue. And Monica says, Yay. Woohoo. Exactly. <laughs> this is kind of cool, right? Derek yeah. says, Congratulations. Bobby says, Wow, that's great. Pickle Rick says, Rendezvous at Sue's Pits on Saturday. You got it. You I got it. It's, it's your pit, I think at the Gator Nationals, is just going to be an open, uh continuous WFO meetup. That's right. That's
4: right. Right? Coming yep. and
2: going. At all Absolutely.
4: times.
2: At all times. <laughs> so that is very exciting news, and I'm super happy for you. And um, go go get it, man. First of all, baby Gators. Let's not baby put Gators. The or the horse.
4: That's right.
2: Um, That's right. You'll have a good showing at the Baby Gators, and then run the Gator Nationals. So someone pulled out, for those of you who are wondering, people they enter, there are people that they just enter, and then they're like, ah, you know what, we're, we're thinking better of it, or we're not going to go to that one, or something happened, or
4: who knows. Or are they- Snowed in. I mean, it could be somebody, you know, that just got 18 inches of snow. That's out right. in Division Division three or right. I mean,
2: absolutely. So they withdrew and now you are in. Way to go, Sue. Bobby Graham, what about you? You were at uh, Bell Rose. You also appear to be a little frozen, but now you're back. The Internet is moderate, but your voice sounded good. What's your uh, post post event report? We had we had a good race. I I
5: just got a phone call, shut me off. Uh, Had a good race. Uh, Actually, had a pretty good crowd in the stands. Uh, What I would consider normal at there at the races. Uh, Car count was a little down, but it's the first race of the year. But we had some good races out there. The track was good. Weather was good.
2: And yeah, I saw your. Troy, Troy posted a thing about the fans showing up, and that was good, right? That was a nice little crowd. There is no reason that there can't be a crowd like that at these divisional races. They just can't. Like, that's that's that was good stuff. Well, there was
5: actually a, another race going on at the same time at Gulfport, which is not too far away. And at State Capitol had a race going also. So there were three races within uh, traveling distance, okay? Got it. And so I, I thought that was good. We still had a good crowd, even though there were three total races in the area, I would say.
2: Well, Monty Bogan, our buddy, Monty won in comp and in Superstock. He did real well down in uh, Orlando too, in Superstock. uh, Monty Bogan driving for Lee sharp. And that's going to be a very interesting combination because, uh, Monty is a great racer and Lee sharp's cars are fast in comp and they're going to run, they're going for that Brogdon money. That's like a super team that was created to go after the 200 grand. And uh, I think that's going to be very, very interesting. Top alcohol dragster was Aaron Cooper over Jackie Frick. Did you get to talk to Jackie?
5: I actually did. I got to talk to Jackie for a little while. They were doing good. Uh, I was hoping she got into the, uh, the teens. They were trying to get into teens. And I don't think they got into the teens that day. They got close.
2: Aaron Cooper 283.25. So the king of speed is still the king of speed, obviously. Monty wins comp and superstock. Stock eliminator Parker DeVore over David Latino. So uh Oklahoma over Louisiana. Mark Powers over Christopher Dodd in uh am I am I saying that right? I think I'm still in uh, yeah, D3. No, no. Gas was John Saltered over Vern Roland with his little Calais and Super Street Lamar Stevenson in the uh 69 Camaro versus Chuck Weir and Jim Thorpe in top sportsman over bent Blomberg see, now I know I'm definitely in definitely a division seven here and they're just kind of just got all the results, all in one big mishmash on NHRA.com. Oh, well, maybe
5: not. We had, we had the uh, Lupe tortilla team was there. The uh, Evans brothers were all there, had all the Camaros there. Uh, Excellent.
2: You, you saw Stan and, uh, Stan and Sheila was the chick with the stick raisin.
5: Yeah, I actually talked to her. Uh, they were they were pretty busy. So I didn't I didn't take much you know time. I didn't want to get in the way when somebody's busy on the cars.
2: So that's very smart. That's very smart. No. So uh, I was I was wrong, guys. I was wrong because I was actually right. Jim Thorpe and Ben Blomberg were out. No, out at no problem. So that was uh, actual uh, results. And so I was not incorrect. A nice event. We are started and running. We're gonna get the Reinhardt report tomorrow, and I guess Matt in Australia is gonna give us the Street Outlaws Australia report because he's got one too. We got a lot of reports here. What's up, Matt in Australia? Look at this guy.
4: Oh, he's got look. At, <laughs> oh, there it is.
2: He's got a Morris Motorsports <laughs> T-shirt on.
4: It finally arrived.
2: Woohoo! The Morris Motorsports t shirts now. Everybody's getting them because uh, Sue is, you know, he's, it's easy to see a guy like Matt in Australia would jump on the bandwagon now that Sue is running the Gator Nationals. I got to give you credit, though. That's pretty quick, Matt. You got were able supporter. to score the shirt in the last five minutes. I,
6: okay. Now, well, I heard just before that Sue was in and bang, got the shirt.
2: Got the shirt. The shirts were on sale. By the way, hopefully everybody out there listening, audio only folks, you know that in the WFO mobile app, you can go right to the store. And Monica does a great job of letting everybody know that uh, things are on sale, including me. And it's like, oh, there's a sale. And I'll, I'll go buy some stuff for myself, right? Testing the quality of the shirts. That's what I always do. So I'll get like this shirt or I'll get that shirt and I'll look at them. and i will And I have found for those that like a heavier T-shirt, like, their typical classic t-shirt is kind of a thin material. I don't know what you've got. Kind of a thin material. But if you get the heavyweight t-shirt, you're getting a shirt kind of like the ones you would get at the racetrack. You know, a thicker material. Thicker material. I've, I've done this. I've experienced it. I've enjoyed it. The Big Bayou Minute with Bobby says, man, I like that. The Big Bayou Minute. I don't know if I could say it a hundred times, but good. It just it rolls stopped.
4: off the tongue. Come on, yeah, the Big
2: Bayou,
5: down it there. Rolled out, out right. of the brain too. the Results.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna have to... Big Bobby's Bayou minute. How about he be Big Bob Bayou Bobby, Bobby's Bug Barn, Big Bayou. So, Don't start almost. nothing, man.
4: Almost.
2: <laughs> Let's just move on. And just to show everybody out there in the WFO audience that you know everybody's a doer out here. Like that's the thing of this crew, this audience, right? They're all doers. They're doing. I think everybody saw Dragster Jeff's post of his slingshot out in front of his uh like his poor neighbors, right? We love him, but they they I don't know what they think, but dragster Jeff. There he is, he's in his shop. What's up, Jeff? (laughs) Oh man, that's (laughs) Yeah, I know. He sounds very strange. That sounds like something out of Star Wars.
4: <laughs> I don't right? know I was like sure was like or... <laughs>
2: or... what. I don't like a duck. Donald Duck
3: or face communication. That's what I
2: Donald Duck.
4: That's what I thought. Donald Duck, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's try him again. Let's try him again. Maybe it'll be fixed. How about now, Jeff? Go for it. No, Donald <laughs> Duck. It. it never happened. I'm gonna kick you out. Go back, Ken. You can go out and come back in sometimes. I'm, that helps.
3: Still it sounds like Duck. he's speaking through one of the scramblers of the satellite phone.
2: That's it, oh. man. It is. <laughs> you, thought that, you thought that the I Chinese balloon kind of was over, it's not over, it's still going on.
4: Maybe he's one of those little guys from the Mandalorian, you know, that
2: ah. Mandalorian, <laughs> which gets started what uh in Wednesday. Friday, Wednesday, Wednesday,
4: Wednesday.
2: March. Oh, podcast, March. I'm gonna try to
4: stream it at the track,
2: <laughs> yeah. I didn't uh I didn't watch any of the most recent. I'm one whole series behind now, is the point. What's the one that I missed, Geo? that made you guys all sad and depressed?
3: Oh yeah, but that one has nothing. It's it's previously in the timeline. It wasn't no I. Uh, that,
2: that, and or I, I think I might skip it. I don't know. Well, you don't have to it.
3: you could skip it right now and just go straight to Mandalorian because Mandalorian exactly. is further along the timeline, you know. Yeah, after- no, I'm
2: that's what I'm going to do. I'm going right into Mandalorian. Megan says right. technically tomorrow night. If you want to stay up, Oh, that's true. That's a yeah. Good no,
3: I don't think I don't think they release it to like three in the morning. At least Netflix didn't release really *Rise to Survive* till three in the morning. I passed out somewhere on in the two o'clock hour.
2: Megan says if you haven't watched the last three episodes of *The Book of Boba Fett*, it ties in. I, I have though. I'm up to speed. That's the thing. I think I'm, I'm ready to go right into Mandalorian, and I'll uh, double back on Andor in the future. All right, Dragster Jeff is well, coming they, back.
3: When they release season two, you could do a, a binge season one and two and get ready for for the movie. Again. Exactly. Have,
4: have a drink when you're watching season one. That's all.
2: Right. Or <laughs> five. Pickle We're Rick says five. Yeah, It's not the most nerds. uplifting.
4: Star Wars nerds. You guys are nerds.
2: <laughs> oh, Megan hasn't seen Andor either. So there you go. It's all right, hilarious. let me give the results. Let's get into our NASCAR discussion. Kyle Busch gets the win. Chase Elliott second. Ross Chastain. Third, this is out at Auto Club Speedway, the final race on the two mile uh track. This is, you know, Roger Pensky built this thing back in the day, and now it's gone. And they're selling the property, and they're going to try to put a short track. Well, and they he- sold the property, yeah, five hundred million dollars, a like mere five hundred and
3: forty plus million dollars.
2: It's kind of hard know, when to say you- no.
3: if you could cash out half a billion dollars in something that you paid a couple of hundred grand for. No, sorry, a couple of hundred million for. You know, it's they they almost tripled their money from what from the numbers I saw that they bought the track from Roger.
2: And they're still going to have a a, tr- a race. And, the, and they're keeping
3: right the 20 percent for their small track.
2: Right. Which I think, you know, maybe short track racing fits with Southern California a little bit better. I don't I didn't dislike. I don't know. Auto that cars, race is pretty know. good, man.
3: Yeah, it's, that was the way that they, well, it's kind of like you know since it's a big track and there's you know what six six lanes of racing.
2: Yes, they're it, very they fan wide. Out, the they, game you game know, game.
3: they get a little bit of the draft going. They they can get a good run. I don't know. I, overall, I thought it was a very good race. You know, and entertaining enough.
2: You're just saying that because it's
3: and they got out. a big one. They got the big one at the end. Like we've never seen a big one in California at this track. And know have really, many big conducive ones. Conducive
4: to that. <laughs> Weren't there a few big ones
2: at this race? They're happening on restarts. Uh, It was crazy. But in the end, Kyle Busch picks up the win. Let's see what Kyle has to say about his great victory. If I would have watched the race, it would have been a big one. You guys. (laughs) You guys. Stand by. Because what's going to happen is I'm going to play it, and then you guys won't be able to hear it just like last week, and it'll be a big nightmare, and we don't want that.
4: But so, the spot drop was nice. Just saying. Spot drop. Uh
2: huh. Okay. Well, we, we, you know, that was geo, all geo. Oh, okay. you
4: guys
3: are talking about last week's show? Yeah. Yeah. No, it wasn't the spot. It was the, the cut, the clip.
4: Oh, okay. Sorry. Wrong terminology. You know, I'm still in no, my no, bracket race. It racing was
3: the, the, the race, <laughs> the winner's cut. Mm
4: hmm. Speaking was, of yeah.
2: which, let's hear Kyle Bush. Please wave your arms if you don't hear it.
7: You know, truthfully, no. Uh, I felt like there was going to be a little bit of a learning experience, a little bit of a growth pattern. But also, on the flip side of that, I, I always just kind of looked back and watched some of their results and and success that they had last year with, with Austin. He ran second here last year, and, and Reddick was super, super fast. And so uh, they were fast at the clash before they broke. The eight car was, you know. So um, it's just been – really, really cool, and uh, it's been a great um, piece of, of, we're making history, right, but a great piece of opportunity to uh, go out there and continue to to win races at a new team with RCR, so I can't say enough about, um, you know, Austin giving me a call first and foremost, but then, uh, you know, Richard and Judy giving me this opportunity to go out here and and, and race for wins, and i um, thankful to be a part of our, our Lucas Oil Chevrolet team today.
2: Wow, that was great. Let's use this clip. I think this clip has got some good potential. Like, let's Kyle Bush, Kyle, uh, are you the greatest driver of all time? You
7: know, truthfully, no. Uh, okay,
2: Kyle, are you like a good person with the kids and the fans? You know, truthfully, no. Uh, okay, um what about your All right, that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to go on and on proving the point, but there that is a great clip that we can use over and over again. Joe is
4: showing him. his continual dislike. I will cut it out of
2: kyle bush i'm dislike. no i like i like this i like this like come <laughs> on is joe a big fan of kyle bush you know
7: truthfully no, uh, no.
2: i don't <laughs> i don't dislike it i don't dislike anybody that's the thing you know except for like i don't know i don't even want to characterize I think you should give kyle P- pickle a rick
4: has a good question you should ask him
2: pickle rick uh do you carry guns on planes <laughs> <laughs> well this is not this is not oh, that, a truthfully no yes but I'm not I'm not I'm not giving him trouble not
3: to be fair that was a private plane you know it doesn't fly commercial
2: I'm know? not giving him trouble no, it's that. not
3: the same I'm not giving as, him trouble you know.
2: for any of that stuff man I'm no I'm, no look
3: I'm just pointing it out that you know like like it, there's a difference of going to the airport to get on a private plane than going to you know to yes, the Airline and having to go through a security and a gate and all that stuff.
5: And they That's find stuff all the time when then. you come
3: hang out at th- when you come fly from the Miami airport down the street. You know. Yeah.
5: Speaking of that, you can carry guns on a plane. You just mm-hmm. have to have them locked up in a container. Well, a well container. Uh,
3: in this particular case, he yeah, crossed. Know the, you anywhere. know, he crossed international borders. Right. He went to Mexico. <laughs> Right, and and that maybe that is run. really
4: the problem. Yeah, on a private
3: <laughs> yeah, they're
5: not on the list.
4: <laughs> Concealed yeah. carry doesn't. They're not on the safe. They're not on the
5: safe list. No, no,
2: it's like New Jersey. You don't need to go there.
3: Yeah, no, I wouldn't <laughs> <care. You> know,
2: <laughs> if that's what you want to do. Right? <laughs> I like New Jersey. Just There's some it. truth
5: about that. That's what our instructor says. He said <laughs> no. you don't need to go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're carrying, you should definitely not go there. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's no. very true, very true. <laughs> well yeah if you go there don't carry and if you carry don't go there or yes. you go through a pain but they have gun clubs there though my uncle was. Yeah, you have did. to carry
5: a certain way when you go.
3: To yes,
2: the they have. They have a yeah, very. Yeah, no, uh, man, you're
3: no joke there. You got to have that thing like locked up in the in a in a, like, in a box, locked up in your trunk, and you and know the like, ammunition you in a know, separate get, Like a box. permit, to put on your window, like if the inspector's gonna come check out the construction in your backyard. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> they got. <laughs> but and and they still have gun culture there though. They are there. Yeah. Where yeah. You become a member, yeah. all of that stuff. My friend says Welcome he gets the TSA faster because he carries properly. Interesting. Yes, Welcome Matt. Australia.
4: Oh, Welcome really? Australia.
2: That's what it is. Yeah. Well, a lot of people, man. You guys don't know a lot of people. New Jersey has a lot of people. Very dense. Rick escorted to the front. First to get baggage also. Oh, very interesting. Nice. Very interesting. Maybe all of a sudden we just uh, found a thing. <laughs> it would definitely be fun. Um you know, to go through that extra look at this. Troy in Oregon is with us now, too.
4: There he, no is. he is.
2: And Dragster Jeff, we're going to give Dragster Jeff one more shot. Dragster Jeff, how's it going?
1: This is dramatic. Wow. Swinging a miss. Yeah. Oh, you should Let's go.
3: It's not, it's not. It's
1: no,
2: not
3: he's completely frozen now. No,
1: he's frozen. He froze.
2: He froze. He froze.
4: Look out, Bobby. He's going to come steal your internet.
2: Everybody on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone on the show has got some sort of accolade. Troy was nominated for, like, Rookie of the yeah. Year in his uh, mm-hmm. This is Bracket Racing Elite membership. Nice I was job. Not, I was Ladies not- and gentlemen, Troy in Oregon has won Rookie of the Year for This oh. is Bracket Racing Elite. Oh, hey. woo, 2020- woo, woo, woo. We got an boy from Luke. too. Congratulations. Wow.
1: Nor was I nominated for Rookie of the Year. I saw. A graphic. I
2: talked to
5: Luke this weekend. He gave him an Attaboy this weekend. Yeah, I oh. saw a graphic. The yeah. car
2: was in a picture. It was, it That's was all for the I really Driver wanted. of
1: the year. Driver of the year. MVP um, nominated, but Bob Lock deservingly won. Yeah, uh, I, think, I,
2: yeah, I think that does seem fair. The guy yeah, did. Troy the skipped. Finals, right? when Troy went, skipped right?
6: straight over rookie. Just wanted driver of the year.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> driver of the year. Yeah, Troy is not putting up a fight because. Uh, he didn't actually win it. He's putting up a fight because the accolade is even bigger. This is driver of the year, man. It's not rookie of the year. That's for just beginners. This is like everything. No, you're right, Troy. You're right. Driver that, of the year candidate.
1: Cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, I don't know who nominated me for that. I'm assuming more than one person uh, to have made the, the nominee list. Um, but either way, to, to be on that screen, I had no clue. I was nominated. So to to see... It was just cool, and to see the names that were up there, I mean, those are people who, like, you I know, could race forever, and I'll never be Chris Whitfield.
2: Yeah, real racers, man. Like you're up there,
1: with yeah. <laughs> and there's Troy. Look, we know real Troy. guys. Yeah, Troy real.
7: He's got open
2: Real dealers, for sure. Now nah, that's good, man. That's how they keep you hooked in for the next five years. I mean, no, that's I how know. they I give you support. <laughs> Ow, <shit>. Yeah. <laughs> Multiple There's things can no be true at once. So uh, Bobby Bobby talked to Luke, and he said he got an attaboy. Yeah. Then, now, this is the year. This is the big year where Troy is out there racing and doing, you know. Tell like, it. It's to back it up.
1: Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going give to it, give it my best. We'll see what we can do.
2: Excellent. All right, let me give the final results for this NASCAR action in Fontana. We can talk about anything that comes up. But it was Kyle, uh, Chase, and Ross Chastain. Uh, Daniel Suarez, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, Alex Bowman, Austin Dillon, and Joey Logano rounding out the top 10. Martin Truex Jr., Ricky Stenhouse Jr., your Daytona 500 winner, Chris Buescher, Corey LaJoy, Harrison Burton, Ty Gibbs, Todd Gilliland, Michael McDowell, Eric Jones, and Chase Elliott. There was a lot of different stuff going on uh, here, a couple of different pitch strategies. Guys were on different strategies and pushing fuel mileage, et cetera, and so on. Justin Haley, Noah Gregson, J.J. Yaley, 24th B.J. McLeod, William Byron, 25th, Ryan Blaney, Cody Ware, Austin Sindrick, Kyle Larson, 29th, Bubba Wallace, 30th. He uh, retired early engine problems. That's got to be not a good thing. Ty Dillon, uh, 31st, Christopher Bell, Ryan Priest, Tyler Reddick, Eric Amarola, and A.J. Allmendinger. 36th on the field. Uh, seeing those engine problems, you know, doing this whole hidden horsepower podcast and hanging out with Lake Speed, I have come to learn about how big a deal it is when a NASCAR Cup engine expires. That that is why don't we see it anymore? You know, it used to be back in the day, engines would blow up all the time. That was part of the excitement of the race. A caution or two would come out because an engine expired. Now, really, they don't very often. They don't. And that's because it's a big deal. Like it's, you know, DefCon One when an engine expires. So over there at uh, Hamlin Jordan, I'm sure you're gonna have something to be said. Troy says, "I can see Almarolas. I can see his almondinger. Yeah, I I saw that. Mike Joy. Uh, there was a couple of tweets accusing Mike Joy of mispronouncing his name, but I didn't think that he did. Almondinger. What's the joke? To-
1: I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't see any of Mike Joy's stuff, but when when you said Almarola and Almendinger back to back, like anytime Eric's name comes up, I can't not think about I can see her Almarola's now. Oh uh, Steve the Trucker.
2: Yeah, and apparently he changed his name to something new and even more controversial. Is
1: it I can I see so. his Almendinger? No, I think it's Busher. <laughs> <laughs> no Butcher. <killed>. Butcher.
5: no, <laughs> <laughs> nearly killed <laughs> her.
1: Nearly killed her. <laughs> Uh, that's,
2: oh. that's my guess. He reached out to me. He said, uh, "Hey, I'm glad you had fun with my new team name. I'm looking around. I don't see. I can see where Al is anymore. And so I'm guessing that's Steve the Trucker. He's, you know, he's a very edgy oh, guy up ruined. there in Very edgy, very edgy. And I guess that is the, uh, the. Any any thoughts on the race, guys? Other than last race at California Speedway, um, Kyle Busch gets a win. He's obviously a very good driver." Maybe this is going to become a a, a great uh, combination. Was it? Oh, only
3: sixty-one career wins for Kyle Busch. I mean, he's you know he, I think he's a little bit better than pretty good. We can hate him on him all we, we want and say that that championship was you know a fraud that he came at the end of the year and oh you know, I forgot won about won that race. he
2: missed all those races. But, That's right. Good right? point. No,
3: no, there's a no, lot of The stuff, guy is obviously it's man. The guy's a goddamn wheel man, and he deserves his credit. Went there on a new team. To, after he was kicked down at JGR and not
2: given the big bucks, and he goes to RCR and he says, bam, here I am, race two, win. Win. But let me ask everybody, the over-under that Gio set for me the other day was 10 wins.
3: <laughs> no, 10 man, wins. Was, He said he's going to get 10 wins.
2: Was that a that joke number? Because I'm going under, Gio. That's all
3: we, I'm saying. Nope, I'm we going we under. finalized on four and a half was the number here. Oh, Really? So, is he oh. going to get
2: four wins or?
1: I'll take the over on four and a half.
2: Wow. Kyle Bush, over under four and a half. Troy says over. Over? But you go seven. under 10, though, right, Troy? Which is what it was originally. Yeah, I think when I said seven
1: I think right. seven's the sweet spot. You know, he was in the mix at Daytona late.
3: And he almost oh, won at the that, the the track the, the the over there in California.
1: At yeah. LA. Mm-hmm. No, I'll he's. I think he found his spot. I think he's found his stride. Um, I, I think seven wins is the sweet spot for for him this year. Well, that would be a big, big year for him. And although and he has nothing
3: to fans. prove, he's got a big, you know, number one sign to show everybody, you know,
2: that, yeah, nobody that he was telling him anything. They just didn't have a sponsor. You know, he he had gotten to. Well, a lot I of mean, in
3: that parties. in a way that's telling him, hey, man, you're not worth the big bucks anymore.
2: Yeah, I think it was because of his all his controversial stuff. I don't think it was that he wasn't worth it. It's just maybe more trouble than he's
1: worth. He has the uh, least marketable face of anybody in NASCAR, too, because he just
2: yeah. And no, what, you was, know what? Was he, he had an <laughs> eye thing it, right I don't trust. know if he got
3: rhinoplasty or he broke his nose, but he definitely looked weird in the face there. Maybe he's when getting he's old, you know I say,
1: old mopey head all the time.
2: So. <laughs> I think it was the breathe right strip is what it was doing, It was just flattening out his nose. But there was definitely something going on. But I got to tell you guys, like, what do I know? I watched the whole, uh, I watched a lot of the Daytona 500, and I didn't notice Joey Logano's hair until How you guys. How did you miss up. that? I was How like, did who you did? miss that? I just too. missed it. But then, now that once I got put onto it, thanks to you all, now <laughs> That's I'm all like, you can
3: see right.
2: That's it. <laughs> and I don't know what to is say he had about He's got a dead it. rat on his head. He looks like young Homer Simpson. It's you know the good. the
4: best comment I heard was he went from snip snip to a floby. Like,
2: <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on, but he's cool. He's loving it. He's loving it, and so now they you just style. He's better. I mean, he going bald.
3: I mean, really bald. I know, but blend. Is kind of blend.
4: Come on. It's 2023. <laughs> yeah, no, he he they did the white guy better. version
3: of of that colored stuff that LeBron had going, like that bl- that had black. <laughs> spray paint on the hair Whatever it was
2: Yeah, remember that? You'd spray the bald spot right, It's right. like fake yeah. like yeah. snow That was on your Christmas pump, tree except Was
5: it pill
3: Yeah, whatever <laughs> it was. But, but yeah, everybody's getting some work hey, done over there guys, Nobody wants listen. to look old anymore
2: <laughs> You guys are making Matt and Australia upset And this is not acceptable okay? Why? Well, Matt's
1: got, got his, his blended, yeah. blended.
2: Shaving. Matt, are you okay?
6: I'm okay. And Go as ahead. I say to everybody, Bruce Willis got Demi Moore. Bald guys win.
2: Bald do. guys win. Man. No, bald guys. This is, I know a lot of bald people on Bald by Choice. We you, you never know whether they're just bald by choice or bald by choice. Oh,
3: no, that's not true. It's it's guys that were losing their hair and decided to cut it off and not have the, the cul-de-sac or some. Ridiculous, I'm sure there's what plenty of
2: guys out there or, or to the joy Logano
3: I really doubt that. I would say the number is like the, of the no, bald. no, 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 no single one percent at maybe one or two percent of guys that have a full head of hair and would choose to full shave it bald. That's not right. happening.
2: I don't know, man. We just don't know. It's just That's not happening,
3: point. man. I, look, I'm willing to go out on a limb and say that that just doesn't happen that way. I'm, I would on,
1: like Ge- to see- I'm on Team Geo here. It's the people with the Dr. Phil that just... Right, yes! Yeah. So I'd like to
2: see what I would look like with a bald head, but I'm not shaving it off What? because what if it doesn't grow back? In theory, it'll grow back stronger <laughs> right? first like You time. do it one time. Yeah, let me see how this looks. And then all of a sudden, something different grows back. <laughs> early hair. To oh, it's
3: just different? Cold sack is when you got the hair around the, block, the back and it's all bald in the middle. <laughs> I, I know what it is. Uh... I, you know,
2: I, I call it the reverse yarmulke. <laughs> it's the but same anyway. thing, though. Speaking of Bruce Willis, uh, says Derek, uh, oh. he has oh. a hell of a fight on his hands. Unfortunately, he won't win in this life. Dementia. Yeah. when that one, sad. That one is brutal. And he can't yeah, act. He can't do
1: anything. Here. Leave it to Derek to come. <laughs> Bring it
4: down. <laughs> wow. Let oh. it play. <laughs> we
2: we'll love you, buddy. That is definitely putting the brakes on the program. Definitely. <laughs> I know how to make us feel better. Let's do fantasy results. <laughs> the weekly winner of the Palo Casino 400. No, he's he's absolutely right. They Alex say that's right. Yeah. right. What are you going to do? Lake Oconee Scott wins the week with 365 points. Gio, is it up on WFO Radio? Is Patrick yes. the Webmaster doing that stuff? Because I will go, I will go there because Patrick the Webmaster goes through so much effort. Everybody should know that you can check your Fantasy League results on the WFORadio.com website. We're looking at making a website update at some point in the future, and here we go. Lake of Coney Scott, three sixty five. Aviator Racing, three sixty four. Hebrews twelve one. Racing, three forty four is third. Sacramento Racing Fan, three thirty five in fourth, fifth. Highline Real Fine, three thirty one. Lowe's Cones. Lowe took pictures of himself with the belt, and put them on social media. He claims that he is was lost.
4: I thought it was lost. no. I it was remember,
2: too. his wife found. Well, it he found cost. it, but yeah, yeah, Still yeah. His wife got it. This is low. Yeah. Low had a bunch of stuff hidden in his closet and she found it. <laughs> 329 <laughs> points for Low. Will he be raising 329? They're tied for six and seven. Uh, going in circles, turned left. Dragster Jeff. The mic's not working for Jeff, but he had a good week in fantasy 305. And Geo in Miami 298. So you got to the top 10, Geo. You're looking pretty good.
6: That's right.
3: Most
2: points, Lake Oconee Scott. Biggest gainer, Highline Real Fine up 23. Biggest loser, Team Gray. Down 34 positions, Gio. 34.
3: Yeah, that's all that smack talk he was giving you.
2: That's it. Talk, talk that trash. Talk trash. You got to back it up. He's still ahead of you. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I have scored less than 200 points in both my weeks, and I'm like, I'm going to do a good job this year. Nope. Lake Coney Scott, Hebrews 12-1 Racing, El Jefe. Third, Gio in Miami, fourth, Aviator Racing, fifth, Bulls will Whoa, six.
3: Oh, don't just gloss over that. Ooh, oh, Gio man, four, top <laughs> five, man. Give me my goddamn due. <laughs> he Two, was you over
2: You're showing them. <laughs> You're four. It's not glossing over, right? You're, You're Miami. Yeah. You want a sound effect right. or That's
3: something? Top five, man. That's back to back top five. Please.
2: Listen, I, I, is, is it a big deal for Gio to it's be for early? No, it's not. There it is. <laughs> it's not. Is Geo going to win the champion, you know, truthfully, no. So there it is. See, we got a fun with Kyle Bush. He's a fun guy. Bulls will six that part off <laughs> hockey. Well, you got to get it, man. That's just, that's gold. Hockey kids, seven race day, San Antonio, Mike eighth, you one ninth, bad Brad. 10th Miss Laura Dragster Jeff. Oh, look at them right close together. Oh, Just uh, six points apart from each other. Those Driving two. hard. Zamboni John, uh, Sacramento racing fan. Willie be racing? Patrick the webmaster, 16th. Los Cinco, 17th. Derail. There he is. Way to go. Derek, 18th. Olsen's Trailblazers, 19th. 20th. Easy E009. Highline Real Fine Texas Bugnut Busher nearly killed her. Elephant Racers, Mr. Fantasy NASCAR, 24th. Royal Down 5. Mr. Fantasy NASCAR, is he going to go 3 I I don't know. Royal Forest Racing, Tournament in circles. Bug Barn down 2. Hillbilly 50-32 down. Two. 22. Nice. You're down 2, Bug Barn. I thought I was up 2. Not according to this. Nope. The numbers, The numbers red and everything. <laughs> yeah. North Nitro <laughs> fanatics. must Stuba, have redone it 40. after I read it a sight. Oh
5: wow.
2: 27th. Wow. Uh 29th, Sue. Up seven. Woohoo. Team 12, Millerman. Fleetry, Team English, JJ Husker fan, Rusty Racing. Pick rick. Down five, 36th. Corpse Grinder. That's just so weird. Ow. Oh. Oh, I know who that is. Oh. That's uh, a
3: yeah. race, race
2: guitar. Oh, get
3: out. Yes, he Why? sent me a text.
2: <laughs>
3: okay. He 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 yeah. Ow. What was his team name again?
2: Corpse Grinder.
3: Yeah, he says he likes it when you say that.
2: We can be out, man. Here I don't we know go. what that is.
3: I changed my fatnessy name from Rancid Angels to Corpse Grinder and I'm already laughing every time Joe says it.
2: Corpse Grinder.
3: I edited out the foul language.
2: Yeah, what what is oh. that about? Is that is that a good name? You know, it?
7: truthfully, no. I- but
2: what are you going to do? <laughs> Top Fuel Champ 121538th, Race Day San Antonio Dixie 39th, Intimidator Harley Beered Racing. Rich and Saugus, who obviously made he did not benefit by being at the race. Down oh, 31. he was he
4: was WFO all weekend he rain, was. snow, rainbows, blue skies. Yeah. He was I love when Rich all over it. I love Sorry, it. Rich.
2: Yeah, team gray, 42nd, dirty hippies, 43rd, down 22. Kev 92 Ford, Dirt 99, Garrett Senkow, Fantasy Clueless, Jambalaya J, Hockey Dad, Fat Tire 22, Southern Racer X, Mothered and Covered, Claussen Racing, WFO Joe, and North Star. And that's it. We've only got 53 up there. I thought we had 61 in the league, but it's okay. I made it. So I'm second to last.
4: That's terrible.
2: <laughs> Down 15. How do I go? Well, something this is my seems forward. off. There's 61. I swear yeah.
4: there's 61.
3: I did too. I read yeah. 61. There's 61 on.
2: In the it,
5: league. Yeah. It's
3: 61 Patrick, in the
2: league. Patrick has deemed them uh, unimportant.
5: Yeah, know. there's 61
2: oh. in the other. In Sorry, the, Patrick.
5: I was getting results from the other pair
2: there.
4: I'm not sure.
5: Yeah. I'll have to. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out.
4: Maybe we'll that's how I moved up. Because Oh, I, I know what he did. Like
3: you no, know, no, I can tell you what he did already. I can see it. What? There's two twenty ones, and the next number should be twenty three, and he put twenty two. And there's two uh, twenty fours, is
2: Got it. And okay, right,
3: there's a tie, in theory, if you know forty, there's three people tied for forty one, then the next person should be forty four.
2: Way to go, 42, Pat! Right? Good job, good job, good job. Monica Ooh, well, wants well, to know if AJ can still join in. Yes, he
4: can. Yes, yes. anybody yes. can join. In.
2: You're <laughs> you're not that I'm not that far out in front of him.
4: Tell him you jump on board. Come me. on. <laughs>
2: Troy says Lake Oconee is a beautiful place. Ready it's good go practice. I should have stayed with my friend. I'm pick.
3: guessing that that corpse grinder is a reference to cannibal corpse or something.
5: Uh, true. Mm.
3: Especially since his previous was Rancid Angel. And he is a musician,
5: so
2: metal.
3: Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Steve Brenwald with some dark humor about Bruce Willis in the chat. At least he won't oh. remember it. Terrible.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> true. True. <laughs>
4: true. <laughs> terrible. Oh, oh, rough rough crowd Sounds rough good bad man
2: he felt mad all right so last week we had tony stewart on the uh, on the show with Reinhardt and stewart said what i'm i'm watching it and i'm thinking to myself this is really great man tony is really bringing it on uh, wfo and he said a bunch of great stuff like he was making statements um, and we clipped something and put it out there and nhra actually reached out to me and they said hey can we clip your audio and they put out something out there uh, on their uh, feeds, which was uh, more about buying a ticket and getting a pit pass. Mine was, uh, you know, get off your butt and grab your neighbor and go be at the track. And when he said that, I thought, absolutely, freaking lootly This is exactly what you need to do. You need to grab your neighbor, like every fan, like, Hey man, you want to come see something cool? Grab your kid. Let's go. And That's what used to happen when when I was a young guy, and and people would bring friends and come check out this thing that we're doing. And so, when Tony said that, I put it up there on the thing. First of all, got 55,000 views on TikTok. And uh, I went from hating TikTok to being okay with TikTok pretty rapidly. It was a big turnaround. Oh, your I'm still
5: TikTok. not there yet.
2: I'm, no, it's yeah. terrible. But at like a minute, one minute, I thought it's this is propaganda for the Chinese government. It's exactly what it is. They're doing the whole thing. They're spying on people. Yeah, no, TikTok is terrible, and it would never be a part of that. 50, Fifty-five thousand views. Oh, oh, I, I think don't think there's there. an yeah. app on the phone
5: that is not spying on people right See, now. Uh, yeah, they they but you can the, think stuff, and it shows up as a an ad on my phone.
1: Joe oh, had yeah. a big problem with it. They broke him off a little piece of the pie, and then he was then he was good with it. <laughs> well, absolutely.
4: They're men them in, Troy. They're luring well, so I, yeah, if they're gonna <laughs> show his video to that many
2: people, he's all in. <laughs> fifty-eight thousand people, or fifty-eight thousand <laughs> views of this little click. But what's interesting to me is right, who's, seven, counting, right? who's counting? Who's counting? Seven hundred and sixty-seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm looking at it right now. I don't have that memorized. <laughs> <laughs> but seven hundred and sixty seven comments and two hundred uh, sorry twenty two hundred likes. And so you get all those com- uh, meanwhile, on YouTube, it got a short. It got viewed four hundred times. And uh, Instagram reels it got viewed x amount of times, right? This is a celebrity race car driver, man. And you wonder why TikTok is taken over the world because of this. People go on TikTok because they feel they perceive. That they're getting more reach. Now, are these real people? Are these chat AI bots? Is this all BS? There's a good chance, like my money, gun to my head, this is all BS. There's maybe 10 real comments, and these are all AI-generated Chinese uh, comment farm comments on this TikTok. But for our conversation here, that's irrelevant.
1: Well so it doesn't of- matter because once you get the fake ones, then that feeds into the algorithm anyway. And then the real people start seeing it because you got lots of views. So it's all good either way.
2: My absolutely my shock though was at how many people took it negatively and got angry, like really angry comments coming back at Tony saying these interesting comments. Now I'm going to play the comment right off my phone, just so you can hear it uh, in a second. I got to. like the way he prepared this statement. I thought was very, very interesting. Our sport is
0: going to come with eyes, watching races, whether it's on TV or streaming, but we've got to get people to get off their butt, grab your neighbor, go to
2: the races. We have to put butts in these seats. If you don't, you're going to be
0: watching nascar or formula one or indycar eventually because eventually we're not going to have drag racing so the fans have the same responsibility we do as teams and drivers of coming and supporting the events being there in person we've got to put butts in the seats if we do that and the sponsors and these corporations see that there's all these people in attendance at races watching on tv then they the corporations are going to get more involved and then we're growing the sport. So it's going to take everybody. We Everybody's got their role. Everybody has their part. We all have to do our part to help for
2: the sport. Okay. That does not seem like a controversial comment to me. I felt like that was a cheerleading type comment. The comments in the comments section are littered with extreme anger in a couple of different um, buckets. Okay. Like bucket one is NASCAR has gone woke. And I hate you, and I hate NASCAR, because NASCAR woke, go woke, go broke. ah. Okay? And so that bucket, I got nothing I can do with it. I don't agree with it. There were a lot of people calling out Bubba Wallace by name. There were people on there trying to fight back. Hey, he's talking about drag racing. I don't know why you're being so mean. It didn't matter. That was bucket (laughs) one. Bucket two was... The ticket prices are too expensive. And that's kind of what I want to dial in on. It's too, oh, well, that's because it's so expensive to go to race. You can't go to race. It's too expensive, which prompted me to reach out to my, and and Caleb is on there. He says, Joe, I'm just curious. Can you remember how much the Gator Nationals tickets were in the 1990s? I was uh, all up in arms about all the people complaining about the ticket prices. Right. So I can remember. I have to talk to my dad. I'm sure he remembers exactly. But you know, 50, 60, $70, like in that neighborhood, that's the number. It's like, you know, Friday might've been 40, Saturday, 50, Sunday, 60. And then it went to Friday, 50, Saturday, 60, Sunday, 70. But in the range of that, it's a Sunday ticket at the NHRA is on par with a normal seat at an NFL game, you know, not a uh, 400 level. It might be, You know what? I think you can sit in the 400 level and you're paying more than you are for a normal seat at the NHRA. But here's what I reached out and I requested. What's our ticket situation? And the answer I got from an official channel specifically for this exercise, because I can do it was each track has their own situation when it comes to ticket prices, which is why some tracks you pay less you can go to like a Bruton Smith uh, track and sometimes get in there for $12 if you bring the Mellow Yellow can. Remember, you're in for 12 bucks. And then there are some tracks where it's more. But generally speaking, the cost of a national event ticket is has not kept up with the price of inflation. With inflation. And is generally less now than it was then by a fraction. But they're you know they're trying to keep up with that. But I just never got the, the, it's so extremely expensive. Now, if you've got a family of four, and you're going, you're buying four tickets, and the kids are not 12 and under, and so you're doing full boat for the kids, and you want to go to all three days, yeah, that's going to be an expensive uh, undertaking. And not everybody can do that. But that doesn't mean you can't go on Friday. It doesn't mean you can't go watch qualifying. That doesn't mean you can't bring your 2, 12 and under kids and get them in for free. It doesn't mean you can't, you know, there's a hundred ways to go to a race and not spend a ton of money. I personally think Tony is talking about grassroots level racing myself. I feel like he's talking about your local track. You can't have a national event if there's no track. How does the track survive? Because you and your buddy go out there on a Saturday night to watch Troy. Troy and Domestic Dispute is going to be out there doing big burnouts and, you know, chasing his dream. Go watch him. But these people, man, they were very, very angry. They were pissed about the cost of drag racing at a a national event. And frankly, I don't get it. Finally, like Top Eliminator Club. Top Eliminator Club. A ticket is, I don't know exactly, but you get three or four days. Like the Gator Nationals, if you got the Top Eliminator Club, You're there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You're not there for three hours. You're there for an entire day. You're getting a whole day of entertainment. Some people don't want a whole day of entertainment. But if you do, like, by the minute, compared to the NFL experience, you're doing pretty good because you're getting seven hours, eight hours. Troy and I were hanging out in Vegas after the racing was over, walking around in the pit area, meeting people, hanging out. Hanging out with Corey Mac, like one of his, uh someone he 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 liked and wanted to 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 see. He got to have a moment with the guy. That was all for the price of the ticket. Like I think that it's undervalued. If I'm a business uh, executive, I might recommend to raise the ticket prices for the amazing experience that you're getting. For four hundred dollars, thereabouts, for forty, $470, somewhere thereabouts, you can get a top eliminator club ticket. You're getting food. You're getting a tent over you. You're getting TV screens, VIP experience. No, you like you're getting a lot, and you're going someplace for four days. I don't see that as a bad value. I just went to the Honda Classic golf tournament up there in uh, Palm Beach. And how much uh, did
4: you spend for your ticket on that one?
2: Well, I, (laughs) I, I did the normal. I did the normal. the normal, which is zero because I don't pay to do anything because I'm just <laughs> fortunate enough to have a bunch of friends who have got a bunch of tickets for stuff, whether it be sports radio Vlad, who's that's how I'm doing these things. Or my friend, Paulie, the white guy, Paulie, the white guy. I got an extra ticket for the Honda and the bear trap. Do you want to go? Yes, I want to go. I want to go to the bear trap, super VIP, whatever. These people are spending a lot of money, man, a lot of money. The Formula One tickets. The cheapest ticket, $850. You got to buy the full event. I'm going to have more fun at an NHRA drag race than I will at the Formula One race. Now, I'll be drinking more at the Formula One race and be more uh, like, you know, see and be seen, selfie mode. I will be having racing entertainment at a drag race. Uh, I don't know. I just vehemently disagreed with that sentiment. I don't get where they're coming from. And then finally, if not what it is, what's the right price? Like, what do these people want to pay? Like, oh, you know, for 15 bucks, I'll go watch John Force. That doesn't work. You know, 15 bucks to see a car go zero to 335 miles an hour in four seconds to see Ron Caps go out there and drive the, the wheels off the thing. That's a $50 ticket, man. I'm sorry. It's $50 to go anywhere. To do anything. You go to a movie, you see a three hour movie. It's 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 actually it's like two hours and 20 minutes. There's a good chance that it's going to stink. You're not going to meet anybody. And you're dropping like, what is it now for a movie? Seventeen dollars. So yeah. I don't know. I would yeah. say no less than 15. Do you want the big chair? Do you want the Here, vibrating? Chair? Right now Do you want the big screen. Do you want the chair that, uh, you know. Gives you the happy ending. Joe, I'm going to jump in here.
4: Oh.
1: Uh, The movie, man. The movie.
4: Oh. All right. What do you guys think? Sure. I'm going to jump
1: in here because I think about this one a lot. And um, you started to hit at the end. It's it's really about value. Like, when it comes to price, I'm not going to try to convince someone it's not expensive. It's expensive, but it's about what you get. And before I got into the field, I mean, now I used to be in sales for a long time. And I used to have a... $0.39 throwaway razor on my desk, and I used to have a Mach 3, and I used to use it to talk to people about price and value, and and it was how I would upsell people to the the nicer things. I think if it's your first time going to an NHRA race or any professional level anything, there's maybe a little sticker shock um, until you get there, and it's it's really about the value. Um, You talk about something like, top eliminator club at Vegas, uh, Club Nitro, they call it. Same thing. You also get a a seat up in the stands, right? On top of being able to go to this hospitality thing, the cost comes in with concessions. I mean, beers are like 10 bucks, 12 bucks. Hot dogs, like seven bucks. When you get, when you spring for the bigger ticket, I think you probably, it's probably going to cost you less in the long run. I was eating prime rib, And full breakfast, biscuits and gravy, the full bit. I mean, I was eating good and I was drinking free beer all day long, free soda, free water, standing on the starting line. And then like you say, you get the access to the pits. There is no pit pass. That's one beautiful thing about NHRA at all levels. Um, it's, It's a little expensive. It's not about the price though. It's about the value. And Name something else that you spend 400 bucks on. So many things over the course of a year that give you a lifetime. These are lifetime memories, right? You'll never forget that, ever. Even if you go to more, right, you'll never forget. You remember a moment from each one of these things. Um, it's It's all about the value. It is a little expensive. But the bottom line is you're not just going to the races. You're going out, and you're seeing stuff that you may never see again in your life. And even if you do, you're never going to forget the first time. You're not going to forget the second or third time because there's something every time for everybody. Um, And I think, you know, I just think it's all about building value. You're not going to – there's a lot of people. It's expensive. It's The price is high. But what you get for your money is what's important. And um, I don't think there's any other sport that delivers – in the way that that drag racing does that a national event does my local dirt track it's like 50 bucks to get in and get a pit pass <laughs> yeah right and to then, watch monte carlo and go, go, don't and, get to buy the
4: license too that like goes with that yeah
1: you know that's just to watch some old monte carlos bang around on a little dirt track right local boys that nobody knows um, right the value is huge uh i don't think every track has a like a top eliminator type package but man that's i hope more of them continue to build out their hospitality cuz that was it it was an experience it wasn't just a day out at the track man it was um all-time stuff never also
2: and no, those are all great points, Troy. And I appreciate you putting in the context of value. And I I agree. I agree. So Monica says AJ's ticket for Sunday. I'm assuming Reading was sixty five dollars. Let's uh, let's think about that sixty five dollars. What are things that you can get for sixty five dollars? Like just the other day, I found myself in a Capitol Grill, and I was uh, able to select you know from various meats that. Oh yeah, you uh, can you
3: get know, a steak for sixty five dollars, maybe. Yeah. Right.
4: Okay.
2: And
3: I love a, a great steak, right? A capital Grill. Yeah, maybe. It's probably 68 69 is probably closer to the actual For price. For the steak. Yeah. Just the steak. Right. Yeah, just the steak. everything's Just the steak. Just the
2: steak. Would you like a drink? Steak. Yeah, take All the drink? Would you like, uh, <laughs> would you like <laughs> a drink? Side with that? No side. Just steak. And I uh, will enjoy it. And I love a great steak as much as anybody. But I've had many, many, many great steaks. And you know, I only really remember a couple of them, right? Like that, wow, that one was amazing. Peter Luger's, right? Why? Because it was an experience. Prime One Twelve. Why? Because it was an amazing experience. Gio and I were like cutting edge Prime One Twelve. Well, you know, some of the, the first nine. people to walk in that place between the King of Jordan and others. But the nine I in Vegas the drag races over one of the stakes. Like it's a it's an amazing experience. It's a human experience. It's visceral. You're meeting people, you're enjoying people, you're watching these cars, you're, 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 you're being open to knowledge from all different angles and aspects. There's like Troy says, there's value to that. And I know maybe we're only preaching to a very narrow group of people. Maybe that's the problem, but I don't think so. I see people going to a lot of sports, college sports, canes game, geo, get the tickets for free go to the Canes game and we end up dropping way too much money. Well, on I just can tell the- you that
3: those tickets where we sit in that club level 200, uh, yes. What is it? 212 or whatever that kind of corner end zone, like in, in that level it for two tickets, it's, it's two, it's about
2: $2,100 season tickets.
3: Yes. Two season tickets. The Canes play seven home games. Right, and so it's, it's about games I'd games say so about a thousand dollars each ticket, each seat for seven games,
2: and that's, and that's, that's just knowledge. to get in. What are we doing? Um, everyone's laughing. Steve. laughing. Steve, the bottom.
5: Steve, you
2: get what you pay you for. Steve, yeah. 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 this guy's killing.
4: Me. First of all, and you were going for the game. Game experience. So I'm, I'm
2: watching everybody start laughing. All you audio-only people, I see them all in their little boxes, and then all of a sudden they start snorting. And Sue had something come flying out
1: of her nose. You <laughs> don't <appreciate Golden> <laughs> <Corral>. <laughs> yeah. the sushi at oh. Golden
2: Corral. Sushi was an experience I'll never forget. Yeah, big mistake. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, that's all right. Steve. I, comedy I is comedy. <laughs> yeah. you,
6: you better yeah, lose I some weight before the you Alaska come to Australia. wouldn't
3: Crab there either, you know?
2: Why is that, uh, Matt?
6: Oh, you're gonna get a steak for a lot cheaper than that. And uh you're paying in Aussie dollars. So I, can, well, I can't
2: well I can't wait.
6: It, you're gonna you're gonna put on a few pounds.
2: I can't wait. I, I'm very excited to put on a, a lot of weight. Let's just do it at the end of the year when I'm already fat. Whatever I have to pay for an HRA, it's worth it just uh, to watch my kid have a memorable time, says Monica. A- absolutely. Uh, Monica says she's dying to try Peter Lugers. It was great now that they got rid of the 100-year-old bar. I'm a little disappointed, but it is what it is. Uh, Troy says, having experienced it, I'd pay 50% more for Club Nitro and not even blink. And that not that the, the whole point, right? Like they, they have some things priced right and some things are not priced right. And maybe there should be like a general admission ticket that's a little cheaper. You know, Billy Meyer had no pit pass tickets for a long time. Over there on the spectator side, right, Bobby? I remember one Uh, year I was on the mic and I said, uh, you know, every ticket's a pit pass. And they're like, not here. There's there's still general admission. And that people would buy it. They would go and they'd sit in the bleachers. They don't want to walk the pits. That's their business. Um, I don't know. Caleb says that he has done the math and he uh, says that the price has not kept up with inflation. And Pickle Rick is in on it, too. Uh, I'm struggling to find it. Bobby, you paid 20 bucks to get to the D4 race? Yeah. 20 bucks? Yeah, that's what it was.
5: Well, actually, the first day I got in free. Oh, nice. In
2: 1990, Pickle Rick says general admission was $39 for the Sunday ticket. He has his ticket stub. So 1990, let's call it 40 bucks. Okay? And now, um, you know, I don't know what it is. I think it's $65. Which is what Monica just said.
4: Yeah, but, $427 a but, that's with a, but that's also with a seat, I'm pretty sure.
2: Yeah. Oh, you right. get a
4: reserved seat for that. That's not just a reserved a... seat. Yeah.
2: Pickle Rick says in 2006, it was fifty five dollars plus a ten dollar service charge. Right. Extra Jeff says four fifty for me and Miss Laura mm-hmm. camping in uh burnout camp at Vegas. Five days. That's, that's a camping weird. spot.
4: That's
1: pretty good. Um, really, it is. Nitro was like 430 for Thursday through Sunday and you get like a reserved seat up in the covered like I got a shady seat, you know, so I didn't have to bake in the Vegas sun. It was uh it was great. Shady seat for a shady bloke. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Humor. You hear that? Shady seat
2: uh, for a shady bloke. I like that, that I was joke
5: is was about the same thing. Jo- same thing, Troy. Joe, I could I just say, I agree
6: with what uh, Troy's saying on every front and, and everybody knows the price of everything and the value of nothing, but I going back and I'll put my old marketing hat on from, from my uh, motor, uh, motor corporation days. And it depends if you're after, if you, if you're trying to look after the people that are always going to come and to those people, you need to add value. Like what Troy's talking about. But if we're after conquest sales, so we're after that guy that's never been to a drag race, it's going to be it's going to be the price is going to be the focus, because until you get him in the door and get his butt on a seat, he doesn't know what he's getting. For he for his sixty dollars or his eighty dollars or whatever, uh, we had a perfect case here at Sydney Dragway. Uh, they promoted the hell out of it. It was for the uh, the last round of the Top Fuel Championship at Sydney here, which was a memorial for Sam Phoenix. But I honestly, I think that probably only added 10% to the crowd. The place was sold out for the first time in the history of the, of the track. It was completely sold out. Um, the has been open since 2004 and, uh, the promoter made the price. If you, if you booked online, uh, it was $25 plus a booking fee, which I think took it to about 28 bucks a head and kids were cheaper. Kids under 16 were cheaper and that place was chock a and then you go back to tony stewart's comments uh the corporations are going to see that the sponsors the tv are going to see that it just it adds such unquantified value to drag racing on all fronts from from a junior dragster all all the way through to the top fuel dragster it adds value to all their sponsors all the their mates talked to their mates that had never been to a drag race event. Did you see Fred on TV and all the rest of it? And uh, it, it's a tough one, mate. I, I and just going to what a few people said about the price back in the eighties the and nineties, I can't I don't think you can compare. We had so many less choices back then. And like this weekend I watched I watched divisional division seven and division four in the US on YouTube. Like what? Back in the '90s, I used to have to, I used to have to wait a year to get a Diamond P Sports video and watch last year's racing. It's not apples and apples anymore.
2: It, I guess uh, no, no, that makes had, that makes perfect sense. It's what? like
3: that in all sports, not just motor racing. One hundred percent,
6: You
3: know, even baseball as a kid, I used to have to wait, you know, to watch this weekend baseball on Saturday for the highlights. And now they're, you know, they get pushed to my phone as they're happening. You know, that, that has killed a lot of things, but it also gives us that instant access. And unfortunately that, that has really caused what what you're saying about the, the value and, and pricing and, and, but I don't know. I got to tell you, I'm at some point, You got to make things expensive and make them more exclusive and it's people are going to want to come that way. All right. You don't want those penny pinchers in your, in, you know, coming in the door anyway, all they're going to do is complain and they're not going to spend money. And the people that come in and, and just like Troy and, and buy the top eliminator club or buy all that stuff, they come in, they know the value they're getting. They enjoy their, their two, three, four days all day long, 10, 12 hour days at the track. Just, Hanging out, you know, engulfed in in racing, and they spend a lot more money. they They'll spend money on food, they'll spend money on souvenirs, and they won't complain. And so at some point, you gotta price out those people that want the 10, fifteen dollar tickets and not listen to that nonsense because there's a few of those people, but they are they're very loud is the problem.
4: The other other thing, though, with Tony, though, but Tony's point was about getting people into the seats. One of the things that he said leading up to his his spot was that when he went to the race for the first time with Leah and he stood there, he was like, whoa, what was that that I just experienced? And she's like, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you about that. But that was his point. His biggest point was getting down to, and Troy, you hit on it. Matt, you hit on it as well. It's about the experience. you got to go experience drag racing. You can't explain when I tell people all the time, you feel the noise. And I talk to people about the four wides in Charlotte and say, if you're going to pick one of the national events to go to in Charlotte, go to the four wides because the first time you have four top fuelers go down that track for the first time, it's going to take your breath away and probably stop your heart a little bit too, uh-huh. but it's all about the experience. And, yeah. you know, I had somebody grab me and we, we were out at a diner getting breakfast a couple weekends ago and I had my old John force sweatshirt on back. <laughs> I forget. I mean, it is really old, but all of a sudden I get this timer call me up and he's like, Hey, Hey, When are they coming back? I really like John Forrest. He's the man. I said, yeah, he's still, he's the man and he's still racing. He goes, I got to go. I said, come on out. and We're going to be here in April. But again, it's about the experience. And that was Tony's point. You know, drag racing. I love being able to live stream. I love the instant access, but there's nothing like being there and having that full experience.
5: But did you also hear when Tony was talking, he said, people are going to get mad at me when I say this, but NASCAR, he said, I would almost rather sit at home and watch the NASCAR race, but yep. you can't do that at an NHRA race. You need to be there for the experience. And that's, that's the point that I got out. I used the whole clip when I got that response from that blue dot guy about the, everybody having so much access to the drivers at NASCAR, well, I, I hit the guy with the blue dot. I said, apparently you hadn't been. And and that's what I told Joe. I got a little response on mine, a little negative. But I didn't get as much negative as you got. I think I got more support than I got negative support. I don't know how yeah. many views I got. I didn't look. But I used the whole thing. I went back and re replied to his comment and give him the whole show. Hopefully, he'll watch enough of it and catch that part, what Tony yeah. said. I
2: Pickle Rick says it's forty-five bucks to get in the Gators for uh, Friday, right? Like a forty-five-dollar ticket, um, and and all that. I think we've we've uh, covered this pretty well. We all love drag racing, but we now have kind of delved into why. It uh, to me, it's a premium experience. Like there's nothing like it, and for what you're getting, and this is what Troy said. For what you're getting, the time, the duration, the experience, the choices, because everybody has a different drag racing experience. Like maybe I go hang with Sue. And I, you know, I watch some nitro cars, but I go watch Sue and Dave work on their car and pretend to be like a racer with them. You know, like, what kind of decision are you going to make? You you can have so many different experiences at the track. Hey, guys, Race Guitar has got his camera enabled. Let's bring him on. Of course, he's pulled over to the side of the road. Thank goodness. Race Guitar, are you okay? He's muted. So I guess he's not, you know, he's, he's pulled off to the side of the road very safely. There, yeah. Yep, I got gotcha. you. There it is. <coughs> Mike Westberg, the winner of Sick Week, will be at the World Series of Pro Mod, says Pickle
1: Rick. Excellent, excellent. Geo, real quick, your point. Man, when I was there, I didn't just feel like I was getting a value. I could not believe what I was getting. Like I said, when I walked in, it was lunchtime at Club Nitro. They had prime rib and brisket and like all this food. And some guy bangs into me. I'm like, hey, excuse me. It was Antron Brown. And he was trying <laughs> to, to the stage to do this like driver q a thing i'm like holy hell at the end of the night i'm sitting on top of some trailer at the top end watching top sportsmen under the lights with joe and the gang and the sun setting in vegas i mean there's like it doesn't get any better and I i couldn't believe it man it was amazing there could have been some. Uh, it is.
3: Those premium seats—they make it worth it. Uh, we sat always, bought the tickets for the Top Eliminator Club, as you know Joe would tell you, and they give you breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you know it. I don't know. To me, it yeah. is a value, and but again, it's you have right. to go out there and you have to experience it, and then you have to like it. But I, I really doubt that anybody will go out there and not really like it. The whole—the yeah. first time I went, the, the turbulence of the cars going by is really the freaky deaky stuff. It's like, Holy cow. That's when you, you know,
2: well, so drive drive to survive just dropped. Right. And I'm watching it the other day and I watched four episodes and I'm sure some people have completed this season. Uh, others have not, but I watched drive to survive. I think those are the fans that we can get drag racing can get, I think they can get the formula one fans that are going for this crazy experience. They've been sold on formula one because of McLaren and Ferrari and the show and all of that. And those people are primed for something even more intense. And I think if you can go out and get some of them uh, and you could sell them a definitely a premium ticket, they are they are ready to spend. Man, They're ready to spend big numbers and they're looking for an exciting uh, deal. But Troy, I had a question for you. I know that Tony was doing a media deal. And I also know that you're a big lebitard guy. Right. And uh, I I was impressed to see that NHRA and Tony got on lebitard with Stu Gotts. And I haven't heard the interview. Gio sent it to me, but I haven't heard the interview. But I think that's a great crossover opportunity for Tony Stewart talking drag racing on Levitard and Stu Gatz. Did you hear it? What was it like? How did he do? How? What was their response to this that yeah. they clearly know
1: nothing about? I mean, that's just not their world. And they didn't huh? represent themselves too. And of course, I, I watched it. I don't miss a minute of Levitard. Uh, you know, and they went all over the place. They went, they talked about... NASCAR and sprint car and all this stuff, but then they spent a good well, time he did
3: in- start with the NHRA and he did He was great about the whole, uh, you know, Dan uh, Asking him about this new thing that you're doing going really fast in a straight line that I know nothing about And and it did start with they made it very clear that he was there Representing the National Hot Rod Association and they named it, you know, like that by name and you know, and so forth. And so he did, he was there rep. There's no doubt that he was there as an NHRA driver and he did an excellent job in my opinion of just putting it out to the Levitard audience.
1: Agree a hundred percent. And even when they went other places, they brought it back to the NHRA again in the middle of the interview. And, and he did his best to explain to those guys. And I think they had some genuine curiosity you know, he, Dan was like, tell me what that's like. Like, what, what is this like? And, and, and Tony tried, you know, and the, the take home message was you got to come to the track, man. You got to check this out. Cause there's nothing like it. And, you know, when he told them they're going zero to three hundred three seconds, like you could tell that Dan and the gang, like they couldn't even fathom what that's like. And they're all kind of getting into F1 because uh, Jess Mitana, who's on there, you know, is a huge fan. And, and bringing that in so they're starting to have a little motorsports in their blood i think and um but they clearly like understood that this is its own thing it's big time um it's crazy fast and i think tony did a great job uh representing the sport and uh painting a picture for for what it's like and why folks need to come out and i was just surprised right to see to see him on that show Right, they don't talk drag racing on Lebartar. They don't talk racing at all unless it's a little bit of F one these days. But before that, they never they don't talk about that stuff. So, and it was like a forty five minute interview. Right, this wasn't wow. like a five minute spot. This was like a forty five minute. Well,
3: it was definitely a long one.
1: Deal. Yeah, Um So I thought it was great, man. It was great to see, and and props to Tony and his camp for like, right? They probably had as much to do with that interview as Lebartar did. They're on the press tour. They're out there pushing, Um and, and so props to them for. Uh, finding a local market near Gainesville, you know, a Florida sports talk market and getting the word out to the local crowd, um, Big, you know, big shout to those. Yeah, guys. no,
2: that's that's well, that and that's what has to happen. And I can tell you, the the media team at NHRA, Except
3: they was only four hundred miles away. That's the
2: problem, man. That's the worst. Can you imagine?
1: <laughs> like, I just, I wanna, I wanna complain for one second. I mean, you know, let's be honest. That's the it problem. He wasn't on like
3: you know Chicago, proud, but it's not that
1: local. Right? The he wasn't on Chicago FM talking about the Gators. At least, you know, like no, Ooh. no, I know, I know. I'm just trying to make to understand. Like, man,
3: it's a trek out there, man.
2: There's nobody you know? gonna drive five hours for a first time experience but i did and it was 1980 my dad did I but did if we knew what we were getting into but <laughs> if man if we had a drag race anywhere eight close hours. to my end, eight hours you yeah, had to go to, to go to, to go to dallas Right. But you know what you're getting. That's the thing. Like, you're not going to get a first time fan. Megan says, I've been dying to get F1 fans into drag racing because they're so aware of how expensive F1 is and the paddock passes, etc." but love when they finally get driver interaction. I think people would go wild knowing that general admission ticket gets you in the pits. I agree. We all agree. Matt in Australia, what do you got?
6: I just, I think we're preaching to the converted. That's the problem. And the problem is trying to get those new people into the grandstands. That's, that's the biggest challenge. And the, the the easiest way, and look at it where F one's gone with drive to survive. And I know Joe, there's been some talk of there being an American version of that, um, uh, NHRA version of that. Like that will just, if they can extract the personalities out of the drivers, that will take that will take NHRA to the stratosphere. The problem being is the drivers either own their own businesses or. Uh, coupled to a sponsor that they don't want to upset unlike an F1 driver and you know once those guys have made F1 they've made the big bucks they've got the money behind them that they can afford to be themselves right they can they can be daniel ricardo and carry yeah. on like a like a pork chop is a saying we've got out here <laughs> um but, but see so we we, we don't we don't that. have that we don't have that luxury joe
2: we're failing um, slightly like i don't want to say we're failing failing because who knows what's right around the corner or what we may find out in the next couple of weeks but the nhra version of drive to survive has not yet been produced okay so by that measure we have yet that that's something that we need to have it needs to happen invite the drivers and the ones that don't want to participate don't have to and the ones that participate they're going to get appreciation and love and fame and celebrity. And then all of a sudden those other drivers with this sponsor that they don't want to bother by getting all that extra attention are going to come calling. They're going to be like, "Um, can I get involved in the show? No, you really can't because you dissed us at first. So you're blown off. You're not involved. And then, Oh no, I lost my sponsor. I can't be in the sport anymore. And that's right. You should have known better, but I think we <laughs> got to do it. We got to do it. They got to do it. They can't wait. They got to do it, which it takes money. And I know that there were a couple of pilots shot, which I think has been discussed and they're pitching these pilots and they've got it out there. And I can tell you that there's a bunch of people that are ruminating on this idea. Like they're trying to get it going. A couple of people, I'm not at Liberty to say who they are because they're trying to pitch these shows, but at some point someone's just got to just do it. And Get it out there so we can see it. Because, you know, pitching a concept is so much different than pitching uh, reality. Keith Howard is on there, guys. Let me bring on Keith Howard for a second, because I think he's got something to say. He only jumps on when he's got something to say. And then we'll be doing our final thoughts uh, after Sports Collision. Keith Howard, what's up, buddy? How you doing? Oh, not not too bad, and I'm doing great. I got a knee surgery on my knee on
0: Friday, and I'll give the guy seven out of five stars, because I walked a half a mile yesterday and rode my bike today. Oh, wow tremendous I'm, fi- I'm fixed and ready which means to get to gainesville and come to the race on that i'll be at the banquet on thursday which should be really fun yes uh, i gave five of my seats back to chuck because it's definitely been a demand i'm sure like you you saw on your end oh yeah no story. the demand
2: is it's totally sold out they're asking me for tickets back i get my table worth of tickets and they're asking me for to donate them back because they've got people that want to buy their way in of course i'm saying uh, no I
0: gave five. I, I gave five back. I wouldn't give them back. I donated, but I sold them back a chunk when I paid for them. So it yeah. was that. So yeah, uh, to do but that no, to but speak.
2: I'm I'm gonna I'm, I'm not gonna tell Garlets no. If I have extra tickets, like I'm trying to give away tickets tomorrow on the show for everybody that shares and tags, right. us, they'll go it's, into. And I Sue, you, you guys are an still an, in, right? Thing. It's you know, gonna Sue be Sue and Dave are really coming, cool. and, and Steve Brenwald is coming. He's gonna photograph the whole thing. It's gonna be great. Now, I think that, I think
0: the fact of what they're doing for Don with the Swamp Rat Alley and everything they're doing for Don there at the show with NHRA to highlight that to help him out is a, is a pretty good thing. So it's, that's going to be a unique thing and get to hear hear a lot. And Don seems to be doing pretty good when I talk to him. He's 91 now, so he, he's recovered from his bouncing down steps, so he's in good shape. Uh, with all that, I decided a little inside information on the electric side of the thing. Yes. We we're thinking about trying to do something at Gainesville, but the fact that I screwed up my knee uh, and, and everything going on, and there's so much going on. If you, if you want to put on an event and show a special show, you don't want to get diluted in a bunch of other stuff. So I need knee surgery. Steve we went 200 miles an hour is getting back surgery. So we're all going to be uh, moving forward into the latter part of next year where it cools off from some things because my understanding is Pep Boys who is the major sponsor within NHRA for Huff to do that has three events back in this year that we can run with money and the plan is to get everything done and it's a bucket list to let Steve he's you know he's got stage four kidney cancer and our, my ultimate goal before the end of the year is to, let, to get Garlits to 200 and let Huff and Garlits race each other on Sunday on live TV that's my that's my mission for happening this year so
2: that would be awesome
0: Best to make it happen Another piece of that is Houston is officially shut down as of April. The bulldozers hit the ground on April 1st of this year. Uh, I don't know. My understanding is that they're going to auction off all of the equipment really cheap. The seats will go for scrap because they're too hard to take apart. But if any of you guys know tracks or issues and whatever, they're looking to buy equipment really on the cheap. uh, Let me know. And back through Seth Angel and... And you can actually talk as a timing guy, the guy that runs the timing for NHRA, is their track man, was their track manager out there. So it's it's done. Come it's officially done. Come the first. And the other thing you will say to that, if you watch the news, we uh, we have no drag strip in Houston now, which is the third largest city in the country. Uh, and you kind of saw if you follow the news, we had a uh, they, the, the kids decided to take over Austin last weekend and run the cops off and take over. Uh, on the street which is becoming a problem and it's only going to get worse we had an issue in Houston here this weekend these kids the drag strip they're not worried about they don't want to go fast they just want to go into a parking lot and do donuts and make smoke right right? so but people get hurt but it is definitely it's all the way up to our governor and an issue and I think that's going to open up some we've got to give these kids a place to play in a sandbox I know when I was young we could drink beer when we were 18 and sit in the back of the parking lot behind the shopping center and it all 12 o'clock we all went out it was racing for real pink sheets and cars and watching what was happening and they don't have that outlet now and it's a problem so yeah. hopefully we can make things happen so i'll get off my soapbox and i will see everybody uh i'll see you there thursday at the banquet joe uh right, and for sure on sunday i don't know my schedule during the week and my knee's good i'll be there for three i'll, I'll be for the whole race all right
2: all right. Thank you for, for uh, the update. That was good. That was a productive update. <laughs> Appreciate you, Keith. Thank you. There it goes. Keith Howard, who is, uh, for those that don't know, Keith is very involved with the whole electrical stuff. I figured he probably would figure that out. Um, yeah. Troy says, well, let's get the stuff for PBIR. Yeah. That, you know, they they're not to that point yet. We got to get, we got to get a PBIR and then we can buy their, their, uh, <laughs> stuff. but definitely. All right. Uh, Sports collision geo. Let's
1: do a, a quickie, and then uh, well, we'll do final. Yeah. Troy, Go Troy's got something. Well, I just want to make sure Gio starts with college basketball. If we could start with uh, college basketball, maybe Florida State, Miami. I mean, maybe.
3: <laughs> anyway. Whatever, Wherever you want to start. We're not doing Sports Center right now, all right, or whatever. <laughs> Formula One this weekend, Bahrain, first race of the year, let's not forget. Also this weekend, IndyCar Grand Prix of St. Pete, that's also their season opener. So those uh, series will get going for those of you. We expect the full report from um, what's in race Sherpa, race Sherpa at, from the Indy race. I don't know what happened to him uh, and his reports towards the end of last season, but uh, you're not going to get paid if the reports don't come in race Sherpa.
2: Yeah, he's he's got a lot going on I saw him at PRI, he's apologetic But yes, that's good to apply the pressure here At the start of the season, maybe he will uh, Jump on, yeah, so much going on Right, with the drive to survive and the Formula 1 And this is it, man, it's on, IndyCar I wonder, does Wes know that IndyCar Is going to be in St. Pete, so close to Bradenton That's a lot going on over there They were talking about hotel rooms and how they were so expensive And I think that has a lot to do with it Oh, that'll
4: do it There you go
3: But uh, but yeah, so there that that was that. And then I thought Drive to Survive, you know, saw the first four episodes and started with the, the new dawn. And uh, it was excellent. You know, they, Ferrari was and Haas were heavily involved in the first episode. And, uh, you know, Toto Wolf comes on and with the black background and the all black shirt. And like you pretty much the only thing you see is his face. And you know, he's all like you know, like the evil emperor or something there. He's he's definitely wearing the black hat and trying to be the bad guy, while Christian Horner is just, you know, he's just throwing shots at everybody at Ferrari, at Mercedes, at Total Wolf. He's feeling it. He's definitely the antagonist of the show. But uh, but but uh yeah, so far, you know, four episodes in and it's great. And so seeing the big meeting.
2: Okay, so there's a lot of it. Team principal drama says Megan. The the big yes. thing, like was at that at that meeting, because we heard about the meeting where Toto kind of called out everyone for safety, and everybody kind of pushed back to see that meeting. Like, that's what the show is about. Like, here are these guys, these power brokers of industry worldwide, and they're all sitting on folding chairs in a circle like making decisions. Um, That's just amazing. That's like incredible access. Uh, Mateo, not, not there. Mateo's gone. Like, it's so weird. Like this guy, yeah, he's not even there anymore. This, the result of this show is this guy loses his job. Like, wow. He
6: couldn't work out which seat to sit on, Joe. That's why.
2: How about the guy with the pad? They, they edited that. There's a guy, he's, he's, you know, he's like flipping through this pad and and (laughs) They're like, yeah, no, sorry.
3: I made the wrong choice. I I, like, they, I, should not have stayed out. We should have come in. Oops. <laughs> no, I miscalculated. No. I thought that the hard tires would be able to be, make it to the end of the race. Instead, everybody pitted behind him and took the lead away.
2: That guy's getting death threats. That poor guy. He's minding his no, own that guy got in fired. He's on fire. <laughs> and the next minute, now drive to survive. It's like, he's the one. You're <laughs> the one. We know it was you. <laughs> Like it wasn't me. I was just, no, it was you. I saw you flipping the pages on that pad. It looked very incompetent. It looked like you had no idea what you were doing with that pad. You're definitely the one who is responsible for our defeat. Yeah. Continue.
3: And so there aren't really any spoilers because this is all the stuff that happened last season, but they did a very good job, at least to getting us hooked in with that first hour with, uh, as uh, Megan points out, Mattia and Gunther strolling through the, the vineyards in Italy yeah. In the Dolomites, unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, it looked like a fake background that they were driving through and all that.
2: And so, what's well, the NHRA drive to survive equivalent of that scene? Right, like, like you've going got out, uh, going
3: to uh the, to uh the the, the the Philadelphia race, Maple Grove, driving yeah, through, right. the, you yeah. know, John nice
2: Forrest and Don Schumacher are walking through a junkyard looking or for Sonoma,
3: I guess. <laughs> I guess, you know, Northern Cali. <laughs> but uh that that yeah that that pretty much uh covers it i don't want to get too far into it and allow people you know to watch on their own time i did like uh i will give the, the one quote that i like. that at some point they asked Toto if it was a documentary and he said this is not a documentary this is more like top gun
2: <laughs> yeah
3: he's really good with the one-liners
6: <laughs> even if they don't make sense
2: even if they don't make sense he says good stuff. Well, no,
3: it's not a documentary. It's entertainment, is what he's trying to say. Top Gun. It's you know, it's it's just some right. This is just a show. At least that's what how I took it. It's both. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. We could get into onto whatever else you want now.
2: Oh, what, right, you're just not- skipping sports collision at all because the – no. Oh, season. we can do
3: sports collision. I mean, oh, yeah, look, the Hurricanes crapped the bed on Saturday. They took a – I believe it was what, like a 20-point lead at halftime t- against FSU. FSU is terrible this year. I think they got five or six wins on the season. And then they, they just choked it up in the second half. And FSU got a game-winning three-pointer with the clock running out when they were down by two. And of terrible. course, you know, I have to listen to Troy, not listen, but, you know, be antagonized by Troy so, through social media and, and backdoor channels, you know, about the Hurricanes and showing me and sending me memes and all kinds of things.
2: Really? Like, Troy, you sent It was him a, a meme? terrible
3: loss. Troy wouldn't first, do that. What you... First home loss of the season, but they're still sitting in a good spot. I think they're what, 22 and 5 or 22 and 6? They got one game left this weekend against Pitt. If they win that game, they'll win the ACC regular season. And which would be a a first for this team. And uh, either way, they're still looking pretty good. They should be like a four seed at no worse than a four seed going into the tournament. And, uh, you know, a little expectations. I can see them winning a couple of games, getting to the Sweet 16 or Elite Eight would not be is not unreasonable. And so, yeah. How's Oregon doing, uh, Troy? (laughs) I I didn't see Oregon Ducks, you know, doing anything this year. I mean, when was the last time they did anything good, you know? all it's that been, money from phil knight isn't winning any championships over there
1: it's been a long time i'll give you that i'll give you that
3: you know it's been a long time since joey harrington huh
1: i grew up, <laughs> I grew up right down the road from boise state university though so bsu is my bsu oh
3: you like that blue turf you guys are trying to kill the birds thinking it's it's water right That's yeah i myth. see what's
1: going That's on over myth. there I've, I've scored three. <laughs> That's it's it is, and I've scored three <laughs> touchdowns on that turf in my life. Oh, Al Bundy over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, they Monica's, out. Monica's like, bouncing, gonna go review algebra with AJ see Monica. later, Monica.
7: Later, they bro. have
1: uh, tournaments there where the kids, when you're younger, you can go play on the turf and uh scored uh, me a couple studies there. Oh, well, very cool. Very nice, very nice,
2: very nice. How All mean, right, you got geo.
3: I've scored zero on that turf, I can tell you that.
2: I got a touchdown in Jerry's World, Cowboys Stadium. I caught a yeah. pass in the end zone. wasn't officially nice. sanctioned Yeah, game, no, sorry. The didn't... only
3: touchdown I ever scored was like a tropical park field. <laughs> 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 or maybe right. that Miami Park. That's where we used to play. <laughs> That's it. I, I thought you were going to you went on
1: the tee when you scored the touchdown.
3: No, no, no. I was <laughs> When they when they brought in the the haircut rule, I got the hell out of Dodge, and so I never got to play in the Orange Bowl against Miami High.
2: <laughs> Dude, you're like Pink Floyd and Days and Confused, man. You're like you didn't want to sign the the pledge. Yeah, <laughs> and obviously it's
3: not it. that good. So, so the the rules, you know. I'm sure if I was like, you know, what's his name, like Trevor Lawrence, they would have let me have the long hair. But
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is a that is a fact. All right, good job. Did you have anything else? Obviously. Well, no, just, you know,
3: baseball enough. starting, uh, you know, the that World Baseball Classic is starting this weekend also. Um I guess in big news, uh Manny Machado opted out of his contract and uh his original 10-year, 300 million dollar deal now turned into a 15-year, 470 million dollar deal basically. So uh it, it's really a 5-year, 170 million dollar extension to the existing 10-year, 300 million dollar deal he had.
1: But it gets him. Well, Andy extra, Machado, the big winner it, in the casino, it nets him an extra sixty-five million, though the way they did it, insane. Well, yes, because well, they had offered it actually
3: uh, in theory, it nets him an extra hundred and seventy million if he had just kept the original ten-year contract. But uh, the the first thing they offered him was a five-year hundred million-dollar extension, or five-year hundred and five million, and he ended up, you know, being able to to leverage it to five years, one hundred and seventy million.
1: So much money, oh, it's ridiculous.
3: Yeah, hey, you know, man, you know,
1: baseball's, yeah. crazy, it's crazy. baseball's crazy. crazy. Yeah, but
3: again, it is crazy. But this what do you is, think of the pitch know, clock, though? Like, okay, guys, but what about, that, money. What
2: about the pitch clock there, Gia? That's the big topic. Well, there's dude. a
3: whole bunch of new exactly. rules coming. We could get into those a little bit more as we continue. But there is now a pitch clock. It's 15 seconds when there's no one on base, and 20 seconds, I believe, when there is. And not only yes. that, but Within that 15 seconds, the batter has to be in the box and ready to go with eight seconds left. This is the one that I'm a little, you know, that one seems overkill
2: because it was a walk off uh, strikeout yesterday. (laughs) Basically, yeah. Well, and this is is what I'm
3: saying. That one, this one is a little overkill because if there's a 15 second or in this case with 20 second clock with the bases loaded, there's no need to call a strike. If the uh, if the ball player is not in the box, just once it gets to zero, you let the pitcher pitch. And if he's not ready, he's not ready. So to me, it seems like like that one is too much. Like why in the middle of one clock already? Are we going to say, oh, all right, well, if you're not ready with eight seconds left, we're going to call it a strike. And that one seems, you know, and I'm definitely against the runner on. Second base to start the extra inning games. And I know they don't want these games to go 15, 16, 17 innings because that's a problem for everyone. And then next thing you know, you got to be calling guys up from the minors because you you had to play two games over the course of one day and so forth. And, but I don't know. There's got to be something better than putting a runner on second. I mean, for that, why don't you just put them on third?
2: You know? Right. Well, interesting, interesting stuff. All right. Good job. With so, yes, yeah, some so new rules
3: coming in baseball and, um, that's about it. Basketball winding down. We'll get a little bit into the particulars of uh, who's going to be in these playing tournaments as we get a little closer. Everybody's got about 20 games to go.
2: Excellent. All right. Speaking of winding down, we got a few minutes to go here. The self uh, imposed time limit. So let's do the Australia report with Matt in Australia. Uh oh, I had we Street Outlaws go. down there. Everybody was fighting. What was that? <laughs> Not- what you no. you got to say, what's up?
6: We're lovers down here, not fighters. Yes. Unless you upset us. Now, um, a couple of things, Joe. So we have got uh, Top Fuel in in Western Australia on the West Coast in Perth this weekend. The next mm-hmm. round of their championship, and Sydney we have got the second round of the Track Championship. So I'll get those ones out of the way because they're the easy ones. Uh, MPK, yeah. Um, American uh, media seem to be a little bit slip at the wheel. Got to tell you again, because for your biggest drag racing TV show, um, there was on any of the channels, there was no, there was no reports. There was no, um, even with your biggest star of the show, Ryan Martin crashing on his third, third pass on his third test pass. Uh, that car now is in Sydney, not far from me at all. At one of the, uh, the chassis shops getting repaired the next, uh, that day, I think it was put into a shipping container and, and sent over here to Sydney. Uh, I don't think they're expecting to make this weekend in Willowbank in Queensland. Uh, So they shipped the car directly to Sydney, which is on the following weekend. Um, The other thing that happened uh, just yesterday was Robin Roberts who's one of the other stars of the show. uh, The truck driver fell asleep at the wheel and the uh, truck and shipping container rolled and damaged the car pretty severely um that's uh other than that To troy's point, just before he gets into me uh the uh, american team won seven one at their first uh outing who to thunk a
1: bunch of small tired cars went down there and cleaned up
6: seven yeah. Uh, yeah uh but yeah, I'm not going to make any excuses. I'm gonna, I'm just going to leave it at that.
2: Well, Troy, Troy, I saw Troy. The, the there, was, there was a little
6: traffic. bit of hustling,
2: but what he said about big blocks and pro line Hemi's is really what's up. That was the that. It's just a different, they're no, doing a different a deal. No, no, nah.
6: nah, not at all. Mm-hmm. The quality of cars that are here for our population is on par with your cars. On they're the curve, total. The, On the, the, the total difference is those guys have been doing that their whole life. Right. The guys that actually got to race against the Americans got told two weeks ago Ah. that they were in the show. Now, a lot of them were preparing to race and thought that they would, but we have our sanctioning bodies up until now, basically haven't allowed anyone to do that style of racing at a
2: racetrack. Here in Australia, I get what you're saying. Right. I know that. And that makes perfect sense that they, it's not something that they're doing on a regular basis.
6: There would be as many pro line alan Johnson headed uh, sedans here in Australia as you would see at a MP, well, not maybe an MPK event, but at an event like that in America. We're, we're not running around with big block chefs with single plates of nitrous. they there is some Detroit. quarter of a
2: you, you, there's you, some you, quarter
6: you. of a million dollar plus car
2: here and a lot of <laughs>
6: <laughs> what's he saying?
2: I know I'm laughing at the the whole like you, you know you're taking a little offense and and I get why and I understand why that he belittled the uh, the Australian drag racing technology as 454 uh, you know iron headed uh, plate yeah. uh, system that that's not oh. what it is
1: all of that's from there's this one guy he's like the only guy i've really seen from australia his name jungabonga jungabonga <laughs> and he he posted a video he said you you mpk guys come down here. i got a blown 565 big block chevy right here for you and i don't think he,
6: <laughs> he hasn't got a chance
1: oh, <laughs> oh dear
6: i think they're leaning into talking the talk uh yeah but it's
2: it's gonna make for great tv like what's the point of it right it's it's like geo said toto said it's top gun man it's entertainment people are gonna watch it It is i crashed he got crashed the trailer uh they they got what they wanted to get they got all kinds of content for seven hours absolutely
1: to Uh, your point uh, our media treats them like a tv show the only one who really gives them their due around here's west buck um they're treated like a TV show, uh, not like mm. not like real race car drivers. So they just don't get um, coverage because because every event's set up right, and so it's mm. treated differently. Um, and with we the- get to see you know, it what?
2: six months after it happened. That's part of it too, because they're not like reporting results, and they you know they keep it to themselves, and then you find out when the show happens. But stuff leaks. Like that video Ryan Martin crash. I'm sure they would the 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 NPK YouTube channels all ran with that. Just not the drag racing people because it's not a sport, it's a show. And there's a mm-hmm. weird thing with that. It's, but
4: they do try to keep it very tight to the vest until it's put out on TV. I mean, that is it's kind of their own making when you think about it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I learned from you though, uh, I, and I shared it on WFO the Ryan Martin crash. I yeah, thought that that was great uh, scoop. I felt like I was doing yeah. right by NPK.
6: Yeah, I, I'm just a little—I don't know—maybe naive, naively surprised that it well, and, like it, 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 a big it, thing that that Americans coming over here to to represent. I just thought it might have got a little bit more traction from from, from some parties, her. but obviously yeah. not. So that's cool.
1: Race car people though, do right? You respect them. We all respect them here. We know that those are legit race car drivers. Absolutely. I think, I think the racing community respects and and appreciates what they're doing and, and keeps track of it, but um it's just different. But I want you to keep track at the end of these four races. I want to know what the final tally
6: yeah. is gonna be. I might I might get a little dementia.
1: Who's the guy who lost though? Like that's oh okay Ooh, packed up gang. nice oh.
2: and he's the only one that's uh, not going to sit well for the rest oh, of his life no. like you you're the guy who lost to the australian team down there but they will be more yeah. they'll, they'll, they'll they'll pull out a win be more.
6: and, and it, it looked like it was all right but um to all of your points uh i think a lot of people very quickly realized they were at the production of a tv show which involved drag racing and uh, there, I don't know, from my opinion and from the video that I saw, there it wasn't a packed house, that's for sure. And I think the uh, going back to our previous uh, discussion, the price really uh, impacted that. And there was a, a little bit of discontent as well that, that uh, people were told they had to pay more to get uh, pit access, and that wasn't the case. General admission got pit access. Um, the general admission tickets were sixty plus dollars uh, each, US dollars, which that works out at eighty plus Australian dollars. And uh, in this current uh, economic climate, that's that's uh, that's a fair bit of coin.
1: Matt, yeah. we have those races at like little dinky tracks here, though, that make them look packed. That place holds like a billion people. It's huge. Like they race at little tiny tracks here for these events. There's only a couple, like Maple Grove's one probably one of the bigger ones. Um they don't race at like Indy or these they race at small tracks, like my hometown track in Boiseado. They race one of their races is at that yeah. track. Race at no problem raceway, yeah. little tiny. So I don't know if it's a fair comparison of the crowd. I bet total people, it's probably fairly similar, that but that's be. what it holds. That It's could huge. be yeah,
6: yeah. I, I, but to give you a comparison, Troy, at a Top Fuel meeting there or a, a Door Slammer meeting there, visually there would be easy double, if not triple, the crowd that's normally that was there on the weekend. Oh wow!
2: Yeah. Yikes! Well, West Palm so PBR, uh, yeah. uh, PPR when they had No Prep Kings there, they had a good crowd. It wasn't the biggest crowd I'd ever seen at the track, um, but it was mm. a good crowd. And uh, but it, the whole place holds like you know. 7,500 or something, yep. which and that, and that's why people tell me, Oh, this is the most people I've ever saw in a drag race ever. You know, lights out just had their uh, they're claiming their best uh, live attendance ever. But South Georgia Motorsports Park only holds, I don't know how many, a decent amount over 10,
1: but not that much. Doesn't hold 30. So they had their best turnout of fans and their worst turnout of safety crew. Holy smokes! I only saw the one. Oh, oh, oh the, clown show! Oh, yeah. that the silly stream. The guy come out there with the silly stream, trying to yeah, put that out. That was that. I I like as soon as
2: I saw that thing going south. I don't know if you tweeted that or whoever tweeted it. but I saw it going south, and I get real like, oh man, because those are bad. But yeah, that wasn't. Oh, that wasn't good. You got to oh. have more than a what? can
1: of uh, what's it? Uh, Fire aid. It was so bad. What that video I sent you the when Craig Sullivan put his Camaro in the wall and it caught on fire and Billy Bob and Billy Joe wrecked their four wheelers. And, uh, Oh, it was bad. Yeah. It was just, you know, well, and
2: that's, that's another big deal with the NHRA is they got the safety safari and those guys, they go through actual considerable training. Now I'm not saying the guys South Jordan didn't too, because for all I know, I know those guys, but that was not a good moment to see on a video. It was just, it was not a good look. I think is the great way to say that it was not a good look. You might've called him method worse. All right, Matt, good job with the Australia report.
6: Cheers, mate. Uh, just one, one a quick one. If anyone's after some entertainment uh, on methanol moonshine, Facebook page, uh, Wade, who's the, uh, the uh, founder of methanol moonshine did an interview with Phil Reed, who you've interviewed Joe. And with my mate, uh, Darren Morgan, uh who's a four-time Australian top fuel champion as well and uh they have a few butterscotch methanol moonshines and uh have a talk for about half an hour and that uh you can you can tell as the uh interview progresses the moonshine's kicking in oh nice so it's a little entertaining if, a little entertaining if you want to watch and uh, some can, candid in, insight into Australian drag racing
2: love it excellent okay thank you very much Pickle Rick mentions that was uh, Craig Sullivan who crashed, by the way, and uh, Maro Maro. You were going to say final thought?
6: I just said down under out.
2: Down under out. Great job. No, there's a lot going on on this show. We had the big report from Australia, and Giovanni had his big report, and we all have all this racing season is actually starting. I almost don't know how to handle actual
1: things to talk about, results, right? All right, Troy, final thoughts. I'll keep it short. Shout out Lucas Oil drag racing series. Uh, I don't count Florida for racing season being back because it never quits out there, but we're racing on the West side and uh shout out to D four for putting fans in the stands, man. I, I tuned into that live stream and uh, it was packed in bell Rose middle of the day for some bracket racing, super gas. People were in the stands on the fence. I thought it was Awesome. Uh, shout out to to my man Parker Theobald, picking up the first win on the on the front end of the doubleheader down in D7 uh, in stock. Uh, my man Justin Lamb getting the win on day two in stock. Um, watch out, Val Torres. Val Torres was in the final of Super Comp and Super Gas yesterday. Val Torres is going to win him a world championship this year. I'm thinking. Um, And then shout-out to Sean Cowie, 280 miles an hour in the final round in a top alcohol car to take home the win. That guy's on a mission this year already. Look out for Sean Cowie. Shout-out Lucas Oil Drag Racing Series.
2: Nice. Nice. Good job, Troy. Thank you very much. Speaking of which, Bobby Graham was actually at Bell Rose. Bobby, let's get some words of wisdom. Words of wisdom. Didn't have a lot. I just, I felt good this weekend. I actually had to explain
5: drag racing to a couple while we were all waiting at the, uh, to, at the food court. Uh, I'm not going to say things went well there, but my explanation <laughs> did. Uh, I, there was a couple there and they had never been to a drag race and he started up with, asking me questions, said, man, what with these cars, what what are we in for here? So I explained, you know, tried to explain quickly. It's short, hard for me to do. But anyway, racing, <laughs> and I had to explain Super Comp because he said, what's up with these cars that keep breaking down when they take off from the line? <laughs> so when I explained Super Comp and tried to explain them, you know, there's a crowd of people around and I got head nods like, wow, you got it right. And then it was like, I felt good because I finally explained it right to him. But it, it was pretty good. Food That's court, great. on the other hand, uh, we we had a little problem with the food court. An hour and a half, and then they still lost my order after waiting for an hour and a half. Oh, for my food God. that was already cooked.
2: The sushi was... And, uh, and it wasn't mm. just
5: me. It was the whole crowd waiting.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So was nice. that was pretty bad. So they, well, that's and- why I
5: like the, the uh, Champions Club at Dallas. You go get your food; it's there. You don't have to wait an hour and a half, and then you get cold food. So but they, they tried. They were short on people in the that's I it. don't They're think they expected on- yeah. as many people as they did because they ran out of they ran out of food. They ran out of hamburger buns, uh, and they were trying to explain to people, "Hey, we've got stuff coming." but I don't think they expected as many people as they that showed up. It was a good crowd. I, I really thought it was a, a very good crowd there yeah. and good racing too. Weather was good. Track was good. I heard nobody
2: complain about the track. Excellent. Well, good job. Good job, Bobby. Sue Morris starts off the show with the big news. She will be running the Amelie Motor Royal NHRA Gator Nationals and Super Street, her second NHRA national event. Sue, final thought.
4: Well, you know, Bobby, I was loving your coverage from D4 this past weekend. And, you know, had me thinking when you were looking at the fans in the stands and I was looking at those covered bleachers that they have. Um, And I'm like, you know, more tracks really need to have covered bleachers. (laughs) I mean, talk about adding to the experience, right? Um, you know, it was just one of those things As I was watching your video. I was like, look where they're all at. They're at the covered, covered bleachered section. So, you know, hopefully more tracks can get that. And uh, yeah, I, I think of uh, all the times when you sit there and say, hey, restrooms, make sure the restrooms are good. Draw people in. But you know, having those areas that are covered is another way to get people at the track, too, to just add to the and they're experience. covered on
5: both sides, Spectator and That elevator. was awesome. That and was I also awesome. got lucky. One of my podnos was there. They Also, the way the track is arranged, you can park your campers there. He parked his camper next to the track. We were sitting with just a little bit of angle to the Christmas tree, and we're sitting there next to the fence in the camper with air conditioning, and you can <laughs> see the whole track from there. So it was great.
4: Nice, nice. Very nice. Well, well, another, another top spot. So very cool. Well, great coverage this weekend. It was very cool to see all the pictures and sounded like you had a great time. Uh looking forward to getting out this week for the baby gators. Uh shout out to Dragster Jeff heading out, him and his family heading out to the March meet. So good luck to y'all. Uh we'll be cheering y'all on and hope y'all have fun and do well. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're heading out too. And, uh, you know, just that little note, you know, as you're getting ready to pull out onto the track, check your safety gear, boys and girls, let's make sure those belts are tight and you're buckled in and everything's safe and you're ready to go. So that's, uh, that's my thoughts just going into this week, get the routine down and go after it. Here we go. It's race time.
2: Thank you, Sue. You know, it occurs to me that, this is not just a show with uh, you know, listeners and participants and Patreons, et cetera, and so on, who are chiming in. I mean, we've got people ready to go out there and battle, man, compete. Like Sue and Dave, they're going to be out there in Division Two and Gainesville Dragster Jeff is going out there to try to win the March meet. Got three cars he's bringing out there. Considerable effort just to get to the racetrack. Troy's going to be out there doing it. Let's go Team WFO. There could be a point during this year where one or multiple of our Patreon co-hosts are victorious and showing up on camera with like a trophy or a wally or a check or a big track. Like that could happen folks. Hey, they could be doing a winter view on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Isn't that, <laughs> that amazing? That uh-huh. like uh,
3: earlier this today, show is not just it. about racing. This is a show
2: about racers. This show is racing. This is it, man. This is it. This is the hub. This is the heart. We got everybody going on. Troy's going to win a bracket race at some point. It's going to be tremendous. I'll eventually have a car and we'll go to the track. That will be a victory of sorts. And since Sue, my goodness, this is amazing. I'm so proud. So proud of our deal. Gio, final thought.
3: Um. Wow, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed by everybody's positivity and activities. I will be uh, not participating in racing activities this weekend, but being uh, Little League Baseball activities from uh, every day, Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday. And so everyone out there, enjoy the races. All of you going racing, please be safe. And, uh, you know, pull them belts tight and get a hell of a run.
2: There it is. Excellent job. Excellent job, everybody. Enjoy W-F-O. the week. All right, guys. I'm going to kick everybody out and then make my final thoughts later. Troy way to go, buddy, Troy and Matt. Thank you very much, Matt and Bobby and Sue. Good job. Good job. Good job. Thank you so much. That's so great. She's going to run the Gator nationals and Giovanni. See you later. And I just, you know, I take this final time. Like, Do I have anything great to say on this particular occasion? No, not really. I don't. I'm very entertained by the show this week though, guys. And maybe you are too subscribe, click the bell, follow the show. We're really ready to actually start now with, I'm going to the world series of prom on Thursday. Um, Sue's going to Gainesville. Reinhardt's going to be there. There's stuff going on in Orlando as well. The following week, the Gator Nationals, uh, big stuff going down and you cannot overhype the first race of the year. And when the first race of the year is the Gator Nationals, it is amazing. Uh, me and my own little world, I'm just trying to advance the ball. Uh, I went to the Honda classic, hung out in the bear trap, watched golf. It was okay. How much were we into the tournament? Not much. It was kind of a hangout CNBC and kind of thing. I'm really excited to go back drag racing and uh, we are going to get there. So thanks to everyone who supports the show. Quick shout out to the people who make it possible and genuinely total seal piston rings. Uh, we've got a Pat Musi episode. We talked a lot about no prep Kings on the 10th, Pat Musi going to come on the show. It's kind of cool. He uh, like walked in and ruined one of our episodes. Like, Hey, I'm here guys. Like Pat, we're recording, man. But uh, we got that all on tape. It was pretty cool. Total seal out there. The folks at fog it. If you've got a race car, if you've got a high performance racing engine. If you run divisional stuff, They do contingencies. At uh, I think at the national event level, but just check for the Fogget contingency and get yourself a can. And when you order it up, tell them you heard about it on WFO. FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters, of course, Phillips Connect and Bernie's. This is the one we want everybody to show up at Bernie's for the big fan fest, the Wednesday before the Gator National. Samtech.edu, of course, the School of Automotive Machinists and Technology, Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School. If you're wondering, like, why do all these people like it? I'm a listener, and I never, uh, you know, what is it that gets them so excited? That's what. why Frank Hawley's is a sponsor. So you can go do it, and it's not a lot of money. Go to FrankHawley.com, and then Marvin Rodak. Great coffee. You don't need an excuse for great coffee at any point. Definitely not. All right, 1 o'clock tomorrow, Alan Reinhart. Remember, I'll be giving away the tickets. You're going to have to share the show on your social. And tag us so I know. Otherwise, you could share and I would never know, necessarily. But you tag me, and I'll probably ask you to email. And the last four digits is your social security number and also probably um, blood type. And you provide all of those things. You jump through the hurdle. And then you'll get a chance to win the tickets randomly. To come hang out with me and Dave and Sue and Steve Brenwald and Don Garlitz and John Force and Bob Fry. And I'll be wearing a tux. But you can wear whatever the heck you want to wear. One more note. Nobody's got enough people. I remember Gio and I had a discussion in the Marlins game. They didn't have enough people. I was at the golf tournament. This is a high-end event, right? Really high-end event. Went to order a hot dog. There was one poor lady. One lady. And she's making everything. So even at the Honda Classic, at this big golf tournament up in Palm Beach, where people are paying like $1,000 to get in, they had one person making the hot dogs they did not have, they were not quick enough, you know, long lines, 20 minutes, 30 minutes long. So what I would say to every track operator, to every operator operator, don't give away the money because that's money you're just giving away. You got to draft somebody in on it. You got to get, you got to get a team. I know it's hard to build a team, but you got to have one. Final comments out there. What are people saying? Don't forget to set your fantasy team says Gio. My new routine is I set my fantasy team as I prepare for ignition. Right? WFO? Megan, WFO? Drags Jeff? Go win it, bud. Go win it. Also, I didn't notice a WFO sticker on the slingshot. I was looking. I was like, is there a WFO sticker on the slingshot? It's not. It's okay, though. There's a little circle in the back. I thought it would be a perfect spot. Just saying. All right, guys. WFO, thank you, Patreons. Thank you, listeners. We'll see you with Reinhart 1 o'clock Eastern time tomorrow. WFO.
0: This is WFO Radio.
2: Yeah, welcome to the party.
3: Bye, bye, bye.
0: The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers do not necessarily reflect that of the station ownership, advertisers, or agencies.